October 6th, 2023. It's time to grab your favorite. You know what? It's time to get in the weeds. You're on Fightful Overbooked and what? Wait a minute. You're not you're not Jeremy Lambert. What are you what are you doing? Here? I'm a fight I'm a fightful now, guys. I'm a fightful. It, I'm an overbooked fightful. What are we what are you how did you get in here? You know what? Fightful's extremely overbooked if I'm if I'm co-hosting right now with you. Extremely overbooked fightful. That's gonna be the new name. Something, What's going on? Something's incredibly wrong here. D- Andrew Zarian, you're not supposed to be you you are you have another show that you're supposed to be hosting in like 20 minutes. Yeah, and uh as we as you were starting the show, I had to send a panic text message to everybody telling them to change the title and to change the image for the show. <laughs> and that's what we were doing before we got on here. <laughs> so, clearly, listen, clearly you're not supposed to be here, but you are here, but we're very much on the same page. So I guess the big question is uh it's Friday and I guess it's conspiracy time, isn't it? It is conspiracy time. And I know that there's a lot of conspiracies happening right now uh, over uh, CM Punk possibly returning to WWE. But the big conspiracy here is that there's always been, you know, the couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the multiple Ultimate Warriors, right? How many Warriors were there? Uh, we counted eight and discovered we counted eight. Process. Yeah. Yeah, but we didn't even add the Renegade. Oh, my God. Okay, we didn't add Renegade to it. We didn't add a couple of, like the indie guys that kind of look like that. Maybe Adam Bomb could be an Ultimate Warrior also. See, wow. that's a conspiracy. But the big one is there's only one Vince. And his last name is not McMahon. That's a fake alias. Excuse It's me? Price. It's Price. You're same tell- man. Hold on. Same mustache. You're telling me that Vincent Price is Vincent Kennedy McMahon. The, and- the current day. The current day McMahon, the mustache yeah. is that what gave it away? Was the mustache uh, it, over? He the, the it was prosthetics the entire time. He finally took off that mask. He unveiled himself to to Hunter and to to all the Scooby uh, team. And I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you meddling kids. If I would have gotten away with, he's talking to the board of directors. That's, <laughs> that's, exactly. that's the unfortunate part. <laughs> Sorry. This- oh my god. Oh no. We've entered the Zarian zone. I show up late and all of a sudden there is this you holding me back? Uh, what what is happening here? Why is something going wrong with on this show, Zarian? And now I'm Dude, I logged late. into the wrong account and all of a sudden I'm here. I'm supposed to start my show. <laughs> we we are in the Zarian zone. Here. What do you think of the bumper? I was up at like midnight doing that thing. I told my beautiful oh, dude, wife I, I was going that. to bed, and then I was like, "Oh no, actually, I'm going to create this bumper for Andrew Zarian on this show." I love that. I, I need I need that for my own personal life. I need to send that to my wife whenever I say something crazy, which is regularly. I need to send something to her. I'm going to add more theatrics and stuff to it but uh that's that's uh i'm gonna everyone's gonna see the work in progress as i work in progress on it how you doing zarian i i saw that uh there's more than one vincent vincent mcmahon wrestling has more than one vincent not mcmahon vincent price it's 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 vincent price all along okay hold on yeah it's been him the entire time does this go deeper does that mean if this is this kind of like looper what about vincent from the righteous ring of honor is there something there? 
are we, you know what? We should, we should create a tier list of all the Vincents in wrestling. Number one is Virgil Vincent. I don't Number care one is that. Virgil Vincent for okay. sure. hundred percent. No question about it. After that, it doesn't really matter if we're being honest about things. It's fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now let me ask you guys, when you, when you guys, who does the graphics for you guys? Like who does the copy and who does the show stuff? Like, is it you Joel? For this specific show? Yeah. Yes. It's me. Okay. I have a, I have a tremendous team of people. I don't know if you know this. I, I've heard. Yes. Okay. And, and one is more incompetent than the other one. I don't know if you know that also. Uh, it is 10 minutes to showtime and uh, the grammatical errors are unbelievable on a, on a one, two, three, four, four word sentence on, on a copy. It, it's unbelievable. Wow. That's impressive. No comment this. <laughs> yeah. What have I done? By I the have way, a tremendous team. We have to, we have to because because he's a friend of the show, Vinny Pacifico, Vincent Pacifico. We have to add him to the greatest, the, the top list. Hey, New York guy, Vinny Pacifico. He wrestles on Long Island. I've seen him wrestle a bunch of times. He's great. He's wonderful. Yeah. Good friend of the show. Uh, he, I think he, he's going to be on the show next week, according oh, to him. He just booked himself for this show. Can he can he bring his wife or his soon to be wife on the show? Because like he's just yeah. everywhere, and I'm just like I gotta learn more about her because she's chosen to marry you. Something's got to be up. Yeah, let's interview his wife instead of yeah. him. Who cares about him? He does enough interviews. <laughs> let's go. That's the interview we need. <laughs> you know what? You know how many mom. requests Just gets? Just gets a lot of interview requests. I believe that. Oh. I yeah. yeah. You know what? She should come on this show one day. Oh, absolutely. Can we can we borrow her for a Friday? Oh, hundred percent. I if she's off because you know her 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 job. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. off. Uh, she she. I I think it would be great to have her on. She could give you all the dirt. Okay, I'm into it. I'm into it. We're she gonna- gave me, you know, she gave me one of the greatest scoops I've ever heard in my life uh, about wrestling. And I guess I'll, I'll I'll tell you guys before I run off. She was in an elevator with Dave Meltzer while Dave was on the front phone with Danielson trying to find out if he was going to show up at uh at all out that year <laughs> and my, and he turned around to my wife and says what does your husband know <laughs> <laughs> true story zary with like an inside mob tip what does your husband know about what does he know yeah. who who's he talking to everybody yeah everybody. listen everybody I, 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 I do talk to everybody. I, I have, I enjoy talking to people. I talk to people I don't like Fair. daily. Yeah. You're on this daily. show every week. I know. <laughs> I'm on this show every, every week with Joel. <laughs> hey, hey, okay. I started this conversation last night on the ring of honor and impact post show. Where would you rather go in, in January Vegas for hard to kill or Tropicana field in Tampa for the Royal rumble? You know what? Take the events out of it. Vegas or Florida in January? Neither. Uh, um, well, I, I, neither, right? But if I had to pick, I would default to Florida because I like to go. I, I like Florida, and that's the place where all the charlatans eventually end up. Uh, and I would love to just hang out on the beach in Clearwater, hanging and banging. Talk about WrestleMania 39. Talk, talk, talk about WrestleMania 39 and, uh, <laughs> y- you know, how my son was supposed to be in the main event. Yeah. 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 
Okay. Okay. My my feeling is maybe Vegas because uh, if there's something going on at the Sphere that week, you might want to go check that out. Dude, that thing is the that thing is unbelievable. Concert. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's all they have. Yeah, they're, they're just that's... living there. People don't know this. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah. They sleep on the floor. Dude, but it gets really dark when they do Sunday Bloody Sunday. That oh, that that oh, Sphere oh, is. Gosh. I don't want to be there. Imagine taking an edible. <laughs> And all of a sudden, you're you're where you're where the trouble started. <laughs> I don't want to end up there. So Brandon Ross from Lightshed did an interview with uh, the WrestleNomics with with Pollock and Thurston, and he was at one of those U two shows, and he was talking about how like no one was on drugs there because they all knew what would happen if they were on drugs there. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I, I swear to God, I. I can't wait to pop like a twenty five milligram edible and enter that sphere, and God knows where I end up. I can't wait for that. SummerSlam 2024. <laughs> Zarian's going to end up in the desert. He's going to look like Flair and WCW out there. <laughs> I almost did the last time I was in Vegas. That, that probably almost happened. I, I think I started walking to Rob Van Dam's house from the Sapphire Pool. I swear to God. He told me he's down the block. Kept thinking he ran into me outside of your hotel. Dude, that guy was weird. He's like, he's like, where's Joel? Where's Joel? I was like, I don't know, dude. He's at home. I, I can't help you. <laughs> uh, no relation. All right. You, you've got a show to do, don't you? Or you want to hang around? I got a show to do. Oh, you don't. I got a show to do. I got to get ready. I got to update graphics. Um, but update I, CM Punk's apparently graphics. coming back. So that's something to talk about. He's back. We're back in the vor- vortex. It did, it, did not, it did not last too long. I can't just, wait to find out what he had for breakfast this morning uh, here shortly. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's going to be a report that he was, you know, go. He was outside his apartment going for a walk. You know what? The news that CM Punk and WWE are close on a contract negotiation is news to CM Punk, who found out while he was reading it online <laughs> while having a cream cheese bagel this morning. Yeah, but you know, you know, one thing though, if he if he's not returning, right? If he's not returning, WWE better make a freaking statement like today and be like, hey, listen, guys, don't get your hopes up in Chicago because they're going to hijack that whole show. I don't know if they will. I, oh, I think they will. Everyone thought that they were going to hijack the AEW shows. And it's like, eh, whatever. Like, I think I think because really he burnt every that. bridge. He burnt everybody, including yeah. his fans in AEW. Like people yeah. that were just like, just make it happen. We're, we're said enough's enough. But I think, listen. He'll go back to WWE and he'll become a bigger than ever name there. And he'll, you know, I don't think he'll lose his mind there because the structure is very different. Or maybe he will. You know what? Let's take that bet. Okay. Let's take that bet right now and we'll go. I will bet. I will bet you $100. Okay. Okay. 50 each. That if if Punk returns to to, to WWE, he will not have a mental breakdown within the first 18 months. Oh, I don't think he will. 18 months? I know it's a long time, but I don't think he's going to be on the show nearly as much if oh, he's 18 months. You're giving me 18 months, though? I'm giving you 18 months. Oh, you think that's too much? It's a long time. Yeah, I like I like my You never made 18 months with AEW. No. No, but no. that was, I think, a very different expectation and a different system that he hadn't been a part of. Yeah. So, okay, so I'm going to go 18 months. All right, I'll, I'll take. That's my. All right, I'll take. I'll take. I'll throw in the fifty. I'm good on this. Joel, you're gonna be a coward. I'm Are you? Oh yeah, I ain't got nothing to bet. I can barely bet on myself. 
Wow. Cowardice. Cowardice. Okay, you want to do a small bet? We'll do a small bet. Tell you what. What are we doing? Like five bucks now? Yeah. I'm not a chicken guy. I'm not fine. Five dollars, Joel. Sure, if he comes. No, back, that's like that's like nothing in your money. That's, but that's a lot in your a lot money. More in my money. That's right. <laughs> you, that, a lot more in your money. If it's still like that, because you know my it's only like eighty, like eighty percent, not eighty percent. I would get, Joel, I didn't understand. I, I didn't understand the Canadian pricing on books as a kid, because it would always have the Canadian pricing on the books, and it was like ninety-two cents. Yeah, it's, it's usually about you. You add about twenty percent. Yeah, it's like a Joel, it's like a tip. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, you know what? Chi-Town Spurs gives us a $5 super chat, right? There you go. CM Punk is back in WWE. I'm sorry. This is a 100% sellout in two ways. We get maybe like $2 from that, this channel, because part of it goes to YouTube. Part of it goes to Fightful and everything. There, I will set aside the $5 from the the YouTube money so we can pay off this bet that I'm actually okay. fairly confident we're going to win on this, Joel. So okay. there. Okay. You, think, you think. There we go. You guys think he's good. he's not going to make it. 18 no. months. No. 18 months? No, I yeah. was willing to go a year. You gave me 18 months. Like I was like, okay. oh, a year? I'll even take that. You're giving me extra time? Yeah, I'll take it. All right, cool. Fun bet. <laughs> okay, and then before you get out of here, big question. Is Andrew's eyebrows perfectly, naturally perfect, or does he get them arched? The people deserve to know, says Cyclops, better than Logan. I, I, I get my eyebrows done uh, regularly. Uh, I have to. It's a curse that I have. It's the curse of my people where if I don't, they just continue to grow. Mm, yes. Uh, and, it, and it looks absurd. I, I look like I eventually look like an old um, uh, dictator. Good enough. The, yeah. I, I eventually I eventually morph into something I'm not. I get it. Hey, uh, is it a threading or do you do a, a waxing thing? Uh, I do threading sometimes. Sometimes I do wax. Sometimes I do it myself. Wow. You do the scissors. Yeah. You do the, the pluck. I, I pluck. I pluck. I do the trimming. Wow! It's a lot of grooming. It's a it ton is. of grooming, constantly, all day, every day. I'm grooming. I get it. I get it. You do my eyebrows daily. I believe it. It's an hourly thing for you. <laughs> it's an hourly. I have to dedicate an hour a day just for that. <laughs> oh no! I was like every five minutes, or right? once every once an hour, you have to go to the bathroom and just pluck something out. Like it's coming back. I gotta go. Yeah, it's gotta gotta go. Speaking of which, go to your show. <laughs> I gotta go. Bye, Zane. Bye guys. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, buddy. Oh God, Fridays with this man are always fun. Uh, and Jeremy's here too, I guess. Yeah. I, uh, apologies, apologies for for being late, everyone. I don't know what happened. I tried to log in to the account and it would not let me. I couldn't have any type of access. I blame Zarian. I think this is a big conspiracy that Zarian was locking me out of things to uh to start the show but i'm here i got to say hi to pal andrew zarian we got 18 months Ugh. twan says did he have a mental breakdown his last wwe run no so why now things change circumstances change here's the thing i actually think he'll be on like good behavior in wwe like i do i, I think he'll be fine 18 months though that's a long time but again you're you, okay I don't okay. Well, let's let's set this up. First of all, leave a thumbs up on the video because we start we we went hot right into the Zarian stuff. So there you go. Leave your thumbs up. And uh also you can go ahead and subscribe to us here at Five Over Book because we give you this content every day. We got something dropping, okay? And on top of that, if you donate a super chat, 
You can get your question statement right on the air. You can support us here at Fightful Overbook. Jeremy told you how much we don't make out of that, but we appreciate your money anyway. So go ahead and support us here because then we can make frivolous, stupid bets with Andrew Zarian in hopes that maybe someday we'll strike it rich based on his own issues. So go ahead and do that. Uh, yeah, so things in the last, like, 30 minutes on this show changed. I will, just to let everybody know, uh, Wheezy Blonde was supposed to join us at 11 a.m. Jeremy doesn't even know this yet. She actually no, DM'd I don't. Me. No, you don't. <laughs> she DM'd me about five minutes before we got on the air that apparently power in her area is out. Like, she sent me the coverage map with the outage, and she's like, this really sucks. They say it'll be up by, like, X time. And I said, listen, I, I know the deal. It's fine. If power comes back, she's going to join us by 11 a.m. Um, but otherwise, we hope to have her on at another time, if not today. So just letting everyone know that. And then, of course, the other news that happened was that Wrestling Observer Newsletter came out. And uh, the big topic was a potential CM Punk return to WWE. So naturally, you got to go with the hot hand. Uh, surprisingly, it wasn't a House of Wrestling exclusive. No, this was Update a... Update uh, the thumbnail, Joel. I did. I did. Did you? Yes. Oh, okay. That was another reason why we started about five minutes late. Not just because you were running behind, but because I had to update the stupid thumbnail. So if you go, uh, if you, YouTube has it right. Facebook doesn't let you change the thumbnail before you go live. It's weird. So uh, oh, everything okay. else is right. Yeah. Everything else has been updated where it says, like, if you're in the screen right now, does it stay, still say Christian gets rated R, comma, WWE Fastlane preview? No, no, no. The headline is right. The thumbnail is not on like the youtube looking gimmick the headline did change the thumbnail i've not seen change yeah, that's so fine bad. i'm just giving that's you i'm just giving you a hard time you are as uh you know oh, unlike yeah. zarian's crack team over there you are a professional and on top of things i am but now i'm upset because i see that it hasn't been updated here and that's upsetting oh, to me. Well, i'm gonna fix it while we're talking that's okay uh, so we woke up to this whole thing and let's get this super chat from Ryan Sullivan saying, Jeremy let us down. I'm thinking he should have to do something crazy to make it up to us. How did Jeremy How did I let everybody down? What did he do? Yeah. Just by being late. I mean, I could give you the reason. I don't think anybody wants the actual reason. Um, <laughs> I mean, I do. <laughs> you, it's not like a great it. reason That's or fine. anything. It's fine. Listen, you, you were cranking one out. It's, I get it. It's okay. Times times are here. I will not. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. You don't have to do that. <laughs> uh, I don't, don't like saying them. these things. I don't feel very proper when I say these things. No, tell it's sure. fine. It's okay. I'm just having fun at your expense for a change. My stomach was upset, everybody. Uh, right? Yeah, the tum tum problems. Yeah. I get it. yeah. And the bubble guts going. That's why. Oh, I was yeah. Saying. There, there. People want to know these things. Hey, listen, I was once on a post show with Sean Ross Sapp where he concluded whatever he said with "I have to go take a shit," and then he dropped off the call. So clearly, he does that a lot, actually. <laughs> I believe that he does. Um, waiting for this thing to save because I can't see your face while I'm doing this. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so I wake up to uh, Wrestling Observer newsletter. CM Punk potentially coming back to WWE. Sean's going to have uh, an update on that on Fightful Select, by the way. So uh, we'll have more on the CM Punk situation. But what do you think? Possibility that he's coming back to work for the WWE. Can I be honest of course. about this, Joel? That's why we're here. I don't care. I do not care. Okay? Like, if he comes back, cool. I'll be interested to see what he does on television. If he doesn't come back, okay, he had his chance. 
I don't care. I don't want, I don't, I truthfully don't want to talk about this. I don't. I got, I got comments about Edge, that little bitch. I got comments about the, uh, my new gimmick on Twitter where I'm trying to rile fans up. We are absolutely talking about that. Quotes. <laughs> but it's a larger comment about just like media literacy, which I know Sean loves. I got comments about AEW, what they're doing on TV and stuff. Fast lanes this weekend, allegedly. I don't care about CM Punk of will he come back in Chicago in November? I don't. Because he's coming back to impact a bound for glory. No. Okay. It's honestly, and I like some of these people who do these interviews. I like battleground. Um, I think what culture was the other one. I don't really have any opinions on them, uh, but battleground. I do like, like sorry, asking hold, me- on, hold, on, hold on. Sorry. I'm going to bring this up. Boozer didn't do shit. You know what he did? He threw spaghetti at the wall and something stuck. The punk conversation has been ongoing for months. Stop thinking he's good at this. I don't know who Boozer is. He's the guy who tells people, I work for WWE. He doesn't. That's been debunked several times. You know who he is? He's a guy who has access to a format and a run sheet before shows because that's something that's commonly available if you work internationally for one of the partners of the companies that are putting out products. You want the rundown of a show? You want the Love is Blind. They they got a so-and-so is going on with so-and-so. Whatever it is that gets put into the digital guide, that shit's given out ahead of time because guess what? It's predetermined. Boozer doesn't know shit. Stop giving him any air about this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go on. I love you, Louie. You rule. You rule. didn't scoop anyone on Jade either. Uh, I don't know who this person is. If you see BWE under someone's reporting, that's who it is. I don't look at it. People think I'm way more online and pay attention to this stuff way more than I do because of my job. The truth is I do my job and I don't pay attention to this nonsense. That's, that's the truth of it. Joel, Joel knows this of like, there's always some type of wrestling drama going on, right? Like on wrestling Twitter, there's always some stuff happening. And people ask me like, oh, do you know this? You like, no, I don't know anything. Joel, my wife will message you, Joel, of like, hey, what's the deal with this nonsense? Because she asked me and she's like, what's up with this? I was like, I don't know. I don't pay attention to this stuff because I'm knee deep in doing actual work and trying to, you know, do good work out there. So I don't know who most of these people are if we don't run the reports and we've never run anything by him so i got no clue who he is so i don't know most of this stuff don't acknowledge this stuff joel you're getting mad about nothing so less getting mad i'm just performative angry like the rest of wrestling twitter so why not uh why not bring it onto video form by the way I do want the run sheet for Love is Blind. I do. Want that. Sure you do. Listen, <laughs> if I know someone in production, I'll get you a call sheet. Uh, not a call sheet. I'll get you a run sheet. Uh, I know the. I know we've interviewed the person. The first voice you hear on the first episode of Love is Blind ever. We've interviewed that person. Okay. I like that. See? Jensen and I. He didn't, make, he didn't really make the show, though. Like, he didn't have a story or anything. Like, that's it. So, I got a, a DM 
from the anonymous ITW general manager saying, I could say every day that CM Punk is coming back to WWE or some other <laughs> shit, and eventually I will be right. Become a scoopster. Okay. I did this. I got in trouble for fake scooping because I was too close to being correct. And then I set expectations. That's the problem. It's when you start either trying to monetize on the fake scoops or when you get a little too close and then you can pull, you can't pull back fast enough. You know what you have to do? Okay. You know how many YouTube videos I see with like, these are our crazy predictions or, you know, and it's just like Triple H is going to come back and wrestle John Cena. And that's the kind of stuff that you need to put out into the world because a literate wrestling fan, I know there are a few, are going to take that and run with it. Stop using your clout, Jeremy. I got in trouble at a previous place that I wrote for because it, it was like in the midst of like Kurt Angle stuff. And I wrote that Kurt Angle coming back to the ring for one last match. It was like a prediction thing or whatever. And then my boss was like, yeah, we can't write that. I was like, why? Like, I'm just throwing it out there. Something silly. And it's like, no, we can't do that because then it creates an expectation. And then people are going to be like mad and stuff. Do you know what happened like three weeks later? Kurt Angle joined the shield and returned to the ring. And I was like, why? I, I could have scooped everybody on the, that. The problem is, in this case, that story revolves around someone getting sick. And I don't well, think... Yeah, that's not good, but I was just throwing out Kurt Angle of like, hey, he's going to come back and wrestle one last match. And then he come back and did a whole damn retirement tour out of it. But I got told I could not write that Kurt Angle was going to have one more match because it was, I don't know, it was setting unrealistic expectations. By the way, this is fantastic. CM Punk shows up at Bound for Glory, paints an X over the old Legends title, calls himself the real X Division champion, and challenges Chris Saban. Or Kenta, if Kenta wins the X Division title. That's the match you want. Punk and Kenta for the real X Division happening. title? That ain't Not happening. gonna happen. No one's got the money. <laughs> no, Kenta needs a bigger bag. And that and I got in trouble for the fake scoops. <laughs> I broke the Jericho Appreciation Society. Lamb's got that one, right? That's right. I remember. <laughs> you can throw out like the wackiest stuff and like one. Yes, you can. You can do uh, wacky things and throw that out there. And like, if it doesn't work, it's like, oh, well, you know, it was a very off base prediction type of thing. Then you can just do the easiest thing. Oh, CM Punk is talking to WWE. Yeah, I'm sure he is. I'm I'm sure he is. It's like Adam Copeland in AEW. Adam Copeland's talking to I'm sure Adam Copeland is talking to AEW before he actually showed up and everything. It's very let me let me throw something at you here, Joel. Let me throw something at you. Okay. Mercedes Monet in talks with AEW to potentially possibly wrestle a match in AEW. Wow. Right? Yeah. That's a I don't know if anybody's heard that one. Yeah, but and and her status for full gear is I'm free. You know what my status for full gear is? I'm also free. Bless her. No one cares what you're doing on that's full gear. Am I not pretty enough? Sorry. (laughs) Oh, okay. Now bless Mercedes Monet. She get the people talking. Yeah, of course. She's always gonna do that. And so is so it's just the reality of it all. All right, let's talk about, instead of fake scoops, let's talk about fake quotes. Joel God Rowe. bless. <laughs> oh, okay. 
do you want me to set this up or should you set up your own? Sure, you can you can set it up because I'm very curious as to what you have to say about oh this. Oh my god. Okay, Jeremy, I'm gonna I'm just gonna bring this up verbatim <laughs> because I think it's worth putting out here. Jeremy Lambert on Twitter. This was my favorite. So you've put out a few of these. I'll I'll read I'll read two and then I'll give you the, the one I like the most. All this right. is uh, the first one is the quote from this morning. Solo Sokoa makes no sense to me. Solo means one, but he's always surrounded by people. He's the Uso's brother, but his last name is Sokoa. We need a DNA test. That is a quote from John Cena on the bump. Or is it? And then the next one is, wow, John Cena is so sure Cody Rhodes will finish the story at WrestleMania 40. He told Cody he'd get a neck tattoo of Roman Reigns if Cody loses. By the way, these are all with... Uh, article with a photo attached to it that you got to yeah. click through uh, because X Twitter, whatever has changed their algorithm. Here is the icing on the shit cake that has absolutely in, engaged you some money since. The, and by the way, this, this is where it starts. Jeremy says, since the headline no longer shows the link, let's try this. Here's the headline. NFL tight end George Kittle calls Travis Kelsey's relationship with Taylor Swift a media partnership, in quotations, professes his love for Bailey, and says Rollins is better than Omega, Osprey, and Danielson. People bit so hard, so hard on that one. Like, they were calling George Kittle like a mark and stuff. I immediately, okay, so here's the thing. So there's there's like two sets of people here, maybe three. <laughs> There's me who immediately clicked the link and was like, no friggin' way. And read the article and looked for the anything. And I was like, okay, he's just trolling and this is hilarious. Then there are the other people who did exactly what Jeremy just said. They did not click shit. They did not read the article. They just went by that, what I just said, and went bonkers. And then there's probably the third person who's just like, and then went about with their day. Which is what you should do. Hopefully. Which is what you should do. I mean, I mean, read the article because honestly, like, it's funny because you also the actual uh, the actual headline from the article is also very funny. George Kittle, the NFL tight end, not dating Taylor Swift, would love to get back in the WWE ring. Simple, easy, whatever. Factual in this case. It's factual. All factual. Stop getting the news from Twitter is really what we're getting at here, Jeremy. What possessed you to do this? Because genius and frightening all at the same time. Well, I said I've said on this show, I believe I definitely I've said this on FMC. I think I've even tweeted this and like share Delaware's mentions. I'm burning Twitter down when I retire after I win the lottery with fake quotes. I'm just I'm going to put fake quotes out there all day. And I've built up enough of a reputation to where people are 100 percent going to believe me. Now I can basically do that. But if I attach the article which is a real article, then it's not a fake quote. You click the article, it's like, oh, okay, wait, oh, he's, he's just he's screwing around here. Here's the actual article. But because Twitter and Elon and all his genius decided to remove the headline off of the little caption tag there, then it just looks like I'm just ha- I'm posting a picture with this fake quote that I put. The engagement sucks because your engagement sucks when you include a link, which I'm fine with. I'm fine if they, I, I don't do this for engagement. I do this to just make jokes. And literally it's in my bio. 95% of tweets are just to pop me. That's it. I don't care. I don't want people to engage because then stupid people come in my mentions and are like, oh, George Kittle's a mark. Can't believe he said this. Like, I didn't say any of this. I'm fucking around. 
but it's the best of both worlds of that. Like I get to put out these fake quotes just for the fun of it. And then I also get to promote like articles that we do. And hopefully people will click the articles based on these very misleading tweets. I'll say that right now. They are very misleading tweets. Um, And then I get to have fun with it. What possessed me to do this was, I don't know. One, I said I was going to do this of, I was going to burn down Twitter with fake quotes. Two, Elon made it very easy by removing the headline tag. So it, it just became a thing it was like, oh, I can get away with this now. So that's it. And I'm not going to lie. I did see an, uh, an NBA person do this as well. That did like very good of like, oh, I can't believe James Harden was harvesting the organs of Kelly Oubre and went into Daryl Morey's desk and like demand and like stabbed him with a pen or whatever. And then it has the article link, but of course there's no headline. So you click it and it's just like James Harden showed up to Sixers camp and that's like all it was like oh that's freaking genius that you could do this so I did take it as most good things from NBA Twitter um so that's it was a concoction of things the thing is is like wrestling people are very online like wrestlers like we so know this. online so yeah. online. like wrestlers themselves are very online and so like there's a line of I don't want to Take the John Cena, Cody Rhodes thing. Like the the caption is like John Cena, Cody Rhodes, and Cena's like raising his arm and everything. Cody's like big smiling and Cena's like just kind of, oh yeah, Cody. Like I could have gone very negative with that and like it probably would have worked better of like John Cena said he was forced to embrace Cody Rhodes, actually sees Austin Theory as the future of the company and wanted to put him over stronger, but triple H wouldn't let him like I, something like that. Like that's get, that's going to get people talking, right? Like a fake quote from John Cena saying like, Oh, Austin theory is better than Cody Rhodes. But people are so online that I'm like, I can't just go, Hey, what's the most negative thing in the world that I can say here? There's a, there's a, <laughs> uh, there's a, I just did, I did an article of Dax Harwood files to trademark CMFTR, whatever. Like it's a, it's a trademark article, right? But the picture is just punk holding the AW title, FTR holding the, the ROHS. I could easily just be like CM Punk has talked to FTR about punching Tony Khan and then walking out on AEW to join him in WWE. And then you click it and it's just like Dax Harwood. But like people would just get talking over this stuff if I wanted to go like that negative on things. And then, so it's you got to balance it because wrestling fans and wrestlers are so online. Yeah, because you don't want Dax being like, that's not true. That's not what I said. That's not what's going on here. Shut it down. Shut it down. And then you just get upset wrestlers over things that are you know, you want you want to go the silly route. Yeah. Get get a neck tattoo. <laughs> so yeah, you gotta like the Cena quote of like solo, it's one. Why is his last name Sicola? Like again, you can go negative. You gotta go silly with it. Cause even like like the James Harden harvesting organs thing is fantastic. I don't feel like I could like get away with anything like that. Especially like James Harden goes into Daryl Morey's and stabs him with a pen or whatever. Definitely couldn't do anything like that. Like you gotta be like super 
like silly of like, oh, what's he doing? Okay, this is dumb type of thing. And George Kittle, I felt I could do the, uh, oh, Rollins is better than all these guys because like he's just an NFL guy. So like, I, I hope he's not like super online. Maybe he is. Uh, but I felt like I could more get away with that. At some point, Sean or Jimmy's going to message me and just be like, nah, you got to stop. But Sean retweeted the Kittle one, so he clearly saw something funny in that. But at some point, they're going to be like, yeah, we can't do this. <laughs> it's just the like the the best part about it, I'm going to put you over for a second. Uh, the, the John Cena one, it's like, it's so silly, but this is something John Cena would say. He would jokingly say this in an interview and I had to stop for a second and be like, I know he didn't, but I have to look at the quotes just in case. So So that one, that one was better than my Cody one because like I did the gimmick where they do like the quote and then uh, attribute it to the, the uh, whatever outlet he was on. And this is something Mark Hoax in in the chat. I don't know if he's still here, but he, you know, he did the interview with Swerve. I'm going to pull something I guess I've already posted all the Swerve stuff, but of just like Swerve Strickland uh, buries the Nana dance, doesn't actually want Nana to do it type of thing. And then you click it and it's like nothing. But then I'll say Swerve, Mark Hoke show type of thing. And then Mark will get a bunch of heat for it. I did see this one, the way that popped me. <laughs> it's so, you can do so much with this. As long as, again, the balancing of it has got to be on point because some people are going to take it way the wrong way and then one they might not attach an article so here's where it actually really started with stuff is there's a ton of engagement accounts out there right with wrestling and like i don't have an issue with with any of them i like wrestle Pierce. purist they do they do good work they they actually employ people and like pay people as far as i know to to do the work that they do and there's these other type wrestle features and wrestle ops and all this stuff. I actually thought about starting a, a, a Twitter account called wrestling with engagement, WW engagement. Maybe that's a free one for anybody. If you want that engagement account yeah, out there. Um, but like there's a bunch of these engagement accounts, right? And they, and Sean, Sean, wrote a long couple threads on it the other night of just like, you know, we've had to debunk a lot of this stuff because they, they just put it out there or it's like not uh, attributed correctly or it, it, it twists what we actually report type of thing because they don't copy and paste Sean's reports. They, they kind of just put it in their own words type of thing. And I quote tweeted, I just said like, what frustrates me with these accounts is like, I'll listen to, in two hour Marseille and Mansois Twitch stream and get a bunch of comments out of it and then do articles. And then within two seconds, wrestle whatever is using that quote for their engagement and stuff. And one, it annoys me because I'll see like a typo that I did is like, Oh shit, I did it like fix that or whatever. But that's how I also know it's my transcription that they're using. Not that there was any real doubt of it, but I was like, so, you, but I see that in like two seconds later, they post it and then they get all this engagement and everything. And it just says like, Monse, Monsoir, Twitch stream. It's like, yeah, that's where they said it. But like, you didn't listen to this. You didn't watch this. You didn't transcribe this. Like I did all of that work. And I'm not the only one, by the way, the goat, they, they do this to him as well. And they do it. I think uh, um, wrestling news does good with, with transcription work nowadays. Um, 
No, Jared, I was. This was already going to be a topic anyway. This isn't even a tangent at this point. Um, yeah, this and, and again, sorry, and I, and I didn't want to dig. I'm not. I know I digged it, dug in on you, Jared. I'm not actually like. I'm not angry at you. I'd rather You're people. Very just, angry, Joel. I was very angry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd rather people just don't don't give him credence. That's all. Fair. There are better. There are better well, this in that world. And again, this is going to tie into sort of what I'm going to say right now. So they they take the transcription and they the Masse Mansois on on Twitch said this. Okay, yes, that's where it came from. But like, you didn't listen. You didn't do this transcription. You just copy and pasted my work on there. I don't need. I truly don't need the 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 credit of like tag me and tweet. I don't need you to link to our article. I understand that kills the engagement and stuff. Just put like twitch via fightful that's all i care about that's legitimately all i care about is like oh okay they said it on twitch you got that quote from fightful just give us credit in that way because we work very hard on these transcriptions not only one transcribing sucks i do it very well but it sucks it's very tedious it takes a lot of work I'm also a person who searches out news, searches for new things. That's why I'm up until one in the morning listening to a Twitch stream from Marseille and Mansois, you know, the day they get released. Spent, that was an 18-hour day for me, the least you could do. And that had, of course, that was the very infamous oh, Riddle Slap Gunter thing that blew up because people just want to say shit. And then I'm having to be like, I got they're calling Sean Ross on stream to be like, hey, did this thing happen? And Sean is like, no, but like our guys listened to the whole thing. There's already articles up on it. Like, this is how all this shit starts. So it happened last night, right? It happens last night. Sean, I don't remember. I'm not going to say who put it because all the engagement accounts wrote this shit. Sean puts on our staff chat. One of the engagement accounts put Kevin Nash has signed a new WWE deal. Like unknown what? And I'm like, we listened to click this. Uh, Colin, I believe, listened to it. And Colin does great work. Um, shout out to Colin. He's getting married tomorrow. Um, hey, congrats. Yeah, he's off this week. I need him back at work. But uh, I don't know. What are we taking weeks off for weddings? That's not. I didn't take a week off from my wedding. I was still doing articles. That's a two-day maximum. What are we yeah, doing? Yeah, what, what are we doing here? But Colin listened to that. And Colin... No, is smart enough to like if he hears Kevin Nash say, Hey, I signed some new type of contract, he's gonna run that as an article. And he didn't, but like maybe he misses stuff. We all miss it. We all miss things. I miss things. So I go back and I re-listen to this Kevin Nash podcast. I don't hear it. I, I hear a thing about signing something, but it wasn't him saying he signed something. So I go and I check for the original source because the engagement accounts don't post the original source, just click this. But I just it was kind of easy to deduce because you just kind of search Kevin Nash contract. And then the first, the first website that mentions this contract talk is ringside news. They do an article, Kevin Nash signed a new contract and the quote, I'll give you the quote. The quote is unless it's five or 6 million and a private jet. The only thing that would have got me to AEW wwe just signed that's the quote they put it's like okay that doesn't like explicitly say he signed a new contract and i heard this quote when i listened to the article as well he says jade after that he says wwe just signed ha 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 ha. jade 
basically saying like the only thing that would have gotten me to AEW was Jade Cargill, and Jade Cargill has now signed with WWE. So I ain't going to AEW. And then he comments about Jade. Uh, she's a superstar. Like we want her on the show type of thing. Said high things to say about Jade. They just leave out the Jade part. They leave out the humor in it. It's just WWE just signed. But the engagement accounts fucking run with it because they don't actually listen to the show. Ringside News, when it comes to this, does shitty work because they don't actually care about getting the full story out there. They're just like, what's a click? What can we do? Uh, you know, what what's going to be news and stuff? But then I got to do shit because Sean Ross Sapp posts this in our chat of like, hey, we need to cover this. Yeah, we do need to cover Kevin Nash saying he signed a new WWE contract. The fucking problem is... He didn't actually say that. He didn't say he signed a new contract. He said all this other stuff. But it makes my job more difficult because now I got to debunk stuff. Thumbs up because I was doing that. Leave a thumbs up on this. I just saw it. (laughs) But now I got to sit here on a Thursday night and debunk stuff because of these engagement accounts citing ringside news. And maybe it... Maybe, look, Ringside News is going to do what they do. Whatever. But the engagement accounts, because they don't cite Ringside News, because they don't link to a Ringside News article, which at least would make it easy of where it came from, and then I can easy be a little bit, just save time by clicking and just being like, okay, here's, oh, here's what happened. All right, it, it at least saves me a little time. But because nobody does any of that, or because the engagement accounts don't listen to this shit for themselves in the first place. And they're just going to take the truth of somebody like ringside news of somebody like, I guess these fake scoopsers that are out there. It makes mine and Sean's job more difficult and just focusing on more things that we truthfully don't want to fucking focus on. We would actually like to deliver you guys more like quality news, more quality transcriptions, more quality, just overall journalism and work. But unfortunately, because of these accounts, because of these fake accounts or these engagement accounts who don't do the work or these websites that don't do the work, we got to spend time debunking them. And so that one, it's a detriment to the place and just wrestling journalism as a whole. It's a, it's, it's a detriment to the fans because we want to give you the the good stuff and we got to take time away from that to do all this other stuff. So it's annoying. It's frustrating that the engagement accounts, they're helpful in some ways because that you see kind of what's like trending. And then obviously you want to cover that stuff. If you're a wrestling website, look, in some ways they help in other ways, they make it more difficult and they make it more difficult because they don't want to do basic things. It's very basic to just say, Kevin Nash, click this via ringside news. And then I can go to ringside news and see, oh, this is, oh, this is fucked up. Or Kevin Nash says this ESPN via whatever. Or if it's a written article, attach the written article. I know Twitter kills engagement links uh, or kills engagement if you add a link. Do the stupid thing that everybody has to do now where you post the, the next tweet of like, here's the quote, full article below. And then the article is like below it type of thing this is where i got the quote from this is where they said this from instead of oh kevin nash via new york post okay can you link me to the new york post post so i can read this for myself i had to tell this to one of our staff members yesterday i was like hey can you pass me that quote 
And then they just copy and pasted the quote. I was like, can you just send me the article so I can read this for myself and get the full context out of it? Like, I don't, thank you for giving me the quote. Give me the full article. Give the full article to people because otherwise you're lying to all to the fans, all the Twitter out there by just pasting quotes that might be out of context or in the case of Kevin Nash might be untruthful. And it's annoying. There's I'm on, I'm off my soapbox. No, that was great for many reasons. One, it was incredibly money out of it. (laughs) There's that it's incredibly insightful. It's incredibly accurate. And we're going to get to a super chat that, that mentions that. And then the other thing, it gave me enough time to update a whole slew of background shit. So thank you for that. I had to do it uninterrupted. I got to do it while you made very good points. And I already, listen, I did my thing earlier. So this was good for you to have, to have this moment. Cause it's true. Listen, you guys, you do, you do a lot of work. You do a lot of hard work and it's really really shitty when something has to be debunked that shouldn't have to be put on your plate for someone else's error from another website or from another outlet the fact that you are having to it's like it's the blessing and the curse of being one of if not the top wrestling news websites we're the fucking top site okay you know what fuck it yes absolutely i you know and and i and i'll drop an f-bomb because it's true yes top top news site you know what give it to them for sure and that's the blessing and the curse that comes with it is that sometimes you have to be the person because their trust is there you have to be the person to debunk it you sean whoever like whoever's on the team there is a an understanding and a trust that is very important to not only us and our viewership, our listenership, our Patreon, uh, you know, our, our select supporters, just our readers, there is that absolute trust that cannot be broken. And that's the reality of it is sometimes you got to debunk stuff that you didn't even do. I don't say we're the top site to be super bright. I guess it is braggadocious. You can't really put that back in there. I say that one, because I believe it. Two, because I believe Sean is the best when it comes to reporting the news and being truthful about the news and getting the correct details about the news. And two, I believe I am the the second best when it comes to writing, transcribing, covering all of this stuff, seeking, searching, and doing all of this on top of everything else that I do, which maybe puts me at a, a different platform, different level on that. But no other site covers the stuff like we cover it bless wrestling observer they they have great people they have great work dave does a good job brian does a good job they don't have people transcribing the news like we do mike johnson does a great job at pw insider they don't have people transcribing the news like we do andrew thompson's the goat at post wrestling everything he does john pollock does very john pollock is fantastic by yeah the way. yeah he doesn't break and cover the amount of news that, that Sean does. And Andrew, Andrew's the absolute best. He doesn't, he has a day off sometimes. <laughs> I don't take a day off. Andrew's smart enough and doesn't work 24-7. Shots fired. Shots fired. I'm, I'm going to clip this. I'm going to send nah, it to please you. please don't. I, I actually feel bad about saying I, I truthfully think like Andrew would work more than, yeah. than he does. It's just he... I don't, I don't know the situation over there. Um, so I'll, I'll tell you that. So this is why I always advocate mental health and I always advocate to take a day off when you can, if it's, if it's something you can do, do it. 
um, there is a reporter, not a reporter, he was a host of a, a, a CBC here in Canada, The Morning Show, that's been around since like the 70s. This guy took over as the main host during the pandemic, and then he left the show because he's a single dad. He was doing the show from 5.30 in the morning till 8.30 in the morning. So that's basically, you either don't go to sleep or you, you know, whatever it is, like your day gets totally shifted because you have school-age kids and you're trying to take care of them while you're doing a morning show at CBC. And he eventually was just like, I, ha I, I have no work-life balance. I can't do this show five days a week from those hours and take care of my kids. I'm inoperable and I'm single dad. So he stepped away from one of the most like important shows on the CBC roster for radio and decided he would do the weekend show instead. So I advocate for that because there's nothing wrong with taking a day off and giving yourself that break. If it's going to stop any impending mental health, you know, issues that may arise. Just take a day. All off. I heard, all I heard was this single dad should have found himself a woman. Like I stop have it. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> the worst oh. like my beautiful wife who takes care of all of that so i can run myself into the ground covering professional wrestling let's grab a couple of super <laughs> chats now that you've ran this into the ground ryan sullivan first says this is because you guys somehow had not only one of the funniest shows i watch but also somehow provide great insightful conversation about reporting however i'm going to start making up fake fake, fake fightful headlines <laughs> Oh my favorite fake fake fightful. I can't even make say I that three times fast, Joel. Fake fightful articles, fake fightful articles, fake fightful articles. Uh can't do that. But anyway, thank you, Ryan. I appreciate you. Uh and again, I love this chat because you guys are part of what is a community that has the smarts and, and wants to learn and wants to grow with us and do this stuff with us while also letting us be silly dickheads once in a blue moon uh and then vargov sent us a, a super chat saying a small contribution to show appreciation for all you amazing people at fightful this engagement farming bs is so horrible you guys deserve better for the hard work again there are some of those engagement sites that jeremy had mentioned too that do you know they, they do work that gets people paid and the aggregation stuff that needs to exist you know aggregation exists for a reason proper aggregation responsible aggregation that is where people need to understand that there is an importance there uh those those are the important gigs okay my watch is trying to go off so with that in mind we appreciate the super chat we always appreciate the support we always appreciate dogs on screen hello hello cody everyone's seen maybe seen cody before he finishes his story i'm like that other cody gonna go finishes food go go eat or something this is not a super chat but i'm gonna mark up saying i said that's no bitches energy that's right he's good he was a good host of this morning show <laughs> anyway someone else took over the, the guy who took over is being like touted as the basically the me of cbc boring as hell so they, that's unfortunate i know right i should have that job is really what i'm getting at cbc All right. Joel Pearl, as we get to the crossover here, as we get to the crossover, it is a big day in the world of life, we'll call it, right? That's one way of putting it. Yeah. It's October 6th. I, I appreciate, before, before I go, I appreciate everyone who, who sent super chats, who said kind comments. I'm obviously very passionate about this because it is something I put a lot of time and effort into and I don't want to spend more time and effort to debunking a bunch of stuff or doing things that 
I, my job, I already do enough at it. I don't want to do more that I don't technically need to do because of these other stupid websites and accounts out there. So, but I appreciate that everyone is, is very supportive here. We do have a, a great community, a great chat. Um, even I feel bare, you guys. Um, but so I do appreciate all the, all the support and that you recognize the, the hard work that goes into it. Cause me and Sean just want to, we want to do good work and we, we want to do top notch work for everybody because it serves us no purpose to lie to everyone. All right, Joel. It's October 6th, Joel Pearl. You know what yep. that day is? Uh, Warrior Wrestling in South Bend, Indiana tonight. That is true. Everyone check out Warrior Wrestling. Go check out our interview with uh, Mike Santana uh, earlier this week. He's he's going to be facing Brian Keith. It's a big match. It's a big match. It is also Joel Pearl, my mother's birthday. You see on the, the headline there, happy birthday, mom. And my mom is here to join the show. She is, this is kind of against her will. I will say she is, uh, you know, she she's become a diva in this world and she calls in whatever she wants. You know, she messages like, can I call into the show? Can I call into the show? And she'll just make random appearance. But today she's like, I don't I don't look well enough. My mom's out here trying to be like Tony Storm. You're timeless, mother. All right. You, you don't need all the all the, the makeup and everything. I'm not going to say. That, that you are, is a love is blind quote, I'm not going to say that you are a fake person just because you wear makeup and then you don't have makeup on now. Right? Come on. Come on. Come say hi to everybody. Would it be better if she just called us? Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> no, she's right here. Hey. Nice. Hey, what happens if you clap? Does that do anything? Clap. No, probably not. No, I don't think so. No. You know, Sorry, you do- I look like a mess. Probably. You can do balloons. Hold on. Oh wait, balloons is two. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh no. Maybe because you're in the shot, mom. We can't get balloons, unfortunately. Oh, I uh, saw them the other day, yeah. so I'll, I'll take those. As, you <laughs> okay. know, for me too. All right. Hey, Joel. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Happy birthday. Joel said, "Happy birthday." No, oh, thank you. It's um, it's just another day. <laughs> Actually, it's really a... My mom, all right, so let me... What? Okay, okay, all right. So everyone uh, everyone knows my, my father passed away earlier this year. And mm-hmm. my mom and my dad share the same birthday. They also share the same anniversary. Ah. And uh, so it is a... Yeah, I've got a pop out of you. I hate that joke so much. <laughs> it's such a good joke. It's such a good joke. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's such a good joke. So my mom is here to say thank you to everyone who has been supportive of herself and, and myself over this past year, which has been difficult. And today is a, we're going to make today a very good day. Yes. And I wanted you to bring, I wanted to bring you on the show because look at all the love you were getting in the chat. I don't have Mom. my glasses on. Okay. Well, look, look at this. There you go. Joel's pulling it all up. See? Quargoff says you look great. Happy birthday. Mark Hoke is a pal. Okay, we got we got the balloons. You got you got a lot of love, a lot of happy birthdays. I'm gonna put my glasses well, on. Yeah, now. You can, now you I'm can excited. Put your glasses, glasses on to see all the love and support you are getting from our great fans and our great chat. <laughs> So sorry guys for 
the little interruption you of don't, my own. You don't need to apologize, everyone. I, I built this up. I said you were going to be on the show. Yeah. And so. they were. everyone was excited. They yeah. were excited that you were going to be on the show. And that's why I know you didn't want to fully come on and everything. But I wanted to show you, Mom. I want to bring you on because... We have a lot of great pals, a lot of great friends uh, in the chat, and then also who just watch the show afterwards, who say kind things to Aww. me. Yes. <laughs> say that's a uh, that's our, that's our pal Chris, uh, Chris, um, Chris Bordon, who uh, he's a Red Wings fan, so don't hold that against him. No, um, not at all. Yes, <laughs> but a lot of a lot of friends who are in the chat daily and online and everything who say kind things to me and who say thing, kind things to you as well. Is it Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> who say kind things to you and who, who are very, you know, proud of you and are happy for you. And it, apparently you did some type of decent job with me. So there's that. I did a great job with you. So I, I want to bring you on to show you that well i appreciate that sweetheart right. i love you i love I, you too i didn't mean to get upset like jeremy was saying do not apologize it was it's my husband's birthday also and we had 44 wonderful birthdays together going on trips having parties and today it's just going to be low-key got a couple friends coming and just going to throw some ribs out on the grill yeah and just have a couple of mini drinks and i don't drink right not Jeremy. He's underage. And <laughs> that seems I'm I'm almost. I just barely made it. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, guys, I really appreciate your support and um I hope y'all have a great day. Bye. We love Thank you. Thank you, Mom. Oh, that was fantastic. God there you go. Me. My lovely mother. Huh. Thank you guys, every, everyone yeah. in, in the chat. Uh, much appreciation. I, the outpouring of love do, does mean a lot to me and to, to her as well. And I, again, wanted her to... <sighs> do you want to throw cake in my face today? I don't have a cake. Isn't... Uh, throw the rim. Yeah. That would be later. Maybe, maybe I'll... We'll, we'll see. It. We'll see. We'll tape it. It can't be on the show. We don't have a cake right now. That's okay. Um, we'll, we'll do a short. Yeah. It's been yeah, a lot we'll like of shorts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. God bless We'll us. see. <laughs> anyway. Uh, All right. Good now, stuff. let me talk about this little bitch, Adam Copeland. All right. I do, by the way, like, I, I know you don't want to talk about the CM Punk stuff as much. I do want to at least give it a couple of minutes after we talk about Adam Copeland and and once we you know we we've got an hour to go so we'll 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 give a little bit of time to it but let's talk about Adam Copeland let's talk about uh dynamite because certainly got some people talking it did it did the the Adam Copeland out here look Joel I said on whatever day we do this show we do the show too often yep I said I'm very happy very happy for Adam Copeland and all his fans and it's not my cup of tea, but like I'm, I'm willing to give it a chance and everything. I'm maybe I'll like Adam Copeland more than I like edge. Didn't do me. Didn't, didn't do any justice on that first promo. So this guy, he comes in here and he's like, oh, I do all these dream matches, blah, 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 blah. Cool. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Christian comes out and he goes, Jay, it's time. It's time, Jay. It's time to team up again for t- for the first time in 20 years. 
let's team up Edge and Christian reunion, but we can't use Edge. Copeland and Christian reunion. It's time. Come on. What do you say, Jay? Christian hugs him. He says, go fuck yourself, which is what he should have said. Because Christian Cage knows that Adam Copeland is being a little bitch. Wow. He comes in there after all Christian has done. Christian is out here bringing up dead fathers. He's trying to mack on single mothers. He is un- he's turned Nick Wayne against Darby Allen. We call him Nick Cage now, by the way. Fair. He's he's claiming to be the TNT champion when, you know, before uh he actually did win the the TNT title. All of these things. He's been a complete asshole. Complete asshole on television, right? The biggest dick in the world. And what is what does I won't tell. <laughs> There's a story behind this that I can't say on air. God bless. I'm going to get a message from the wife. But never mind. <laughs> Leave it alone and continue your rant. He's been a complete asshole. On television. And Copeland just walks there. He's like, it's time. We should team. He brings up his children, Lyric and Ruby. Lyric and Ruby, they want they want me to be happy with Uncle Jay. Christian doesn't give a fuck about Lyric and Ruby. He's kicking his own kids out of the building for not being credentialed. He doesn't care what Edge's children have to say about any of this. Has this man not watched the product? He even brought it up. He even said, you were going to do this to Sting. Sting? How could you do this to Sting? No, mind, Garrett Kidney, bless him. It's like, he was beating the shit out of Sting and TNA. You didn't say shit about that, Copeland. You were doing this to Sting. How could you? It's time. He should have backhanded Christian and been like, what is wrong with you, dude? What has happened to you that you were out here bringing up fathers, going after mothers? Turning people against each other, running around with Tyler, turning at your own daughter, being the biggest jerk in the world. What is wrong with you? This is bullshit. And should have smacked them and said, It's time. It's time, Christian. Hug me. Give me a hug. Christian rightfully told him to go fuck himself. Because Christian, Christian does not associate with little bitches like Adam Copeland. That's why Christian is the goat, and Adam Copeland will always be him. Yeah, that was good. (laughs) Honestly, I really... Dynamite didn't do a lot for me, but that segment did, and it was all in the delivery of that last line. The beat was there, the comment was there, and it just shows that Adam Copeland didn't watch the product going into it. That's all it proved. It was just Adam saying, it's time to reform. It's time to get back, time to get the band back together. And then Christian, like, without saying it, 
you know, I'm on the ride of my life. I'm doing the best work I've ever done. I'm going to face Brian Danielson in two weeks. Sorry. Uh, probably most likely let's face it Tuesday. Uh, actually, I don't want Swerve to, to lose that match. I want that momentum to continue. We'll talk about that later, but, uh, yeah, he basically did this whole, like those three words just did it perfectly. And the rest of the show just existed in its own little vortex. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm ah, Jay is a dick. Okay, they said it on the podcast. We say it on our show all the time. God, I wish they brought back the podcast just so that I can get the access to the old episodes. Either way, Jay is a dick. Christian is a dick. This is the best presentation of Christian we've had in a very long time. And if this all ends with with Adam Copeland having to join Christian's, we'll just call it the Christian Coalition again. If that's how it goes, just to get Adam to be tagging with Christian to try and break him out of his own issues, then that's fine too. But I don't think it will. I think it'll be eventually they'll turn phase and yada yada yada. But I don't know. It was just fun. It was it was a fun segment. Uh, yeah, Jeremy, we should be friends. We should we should tag together. We should do all the incredible things that we used to do back in the day, back during the pandemic when everyone was watching and nobody had. Nobody had bedtimes and nobody had jobs to worry about unless they were working from home or on the field. And we should be together, baby. We should be together. What do you say? Go fuck yourself. You had to wait an extra beep, but at least you tried. No, no. Timeless Tony Storm, by the way, is is excellent. I see people in the chat mentioning that. Yes, Timeless Tony Storm continues to be and has become this wonderful character. I just... The throwing the commercial thing has upset some people, and I find it very funny because it's like, how does she know to go to commercial? How does she know to throw? And it's just like, well, it's it's not about her knowing. It's just about her saying it and the truck being like, well, guess we got to do it. She could do it at any point, and they should just do it. And then she's like, who's ready for a titty slap? <laughs> Bro, and she's like, I'm about to slap some titties. I was like, what? Huh? <laughs> Give me those titties, huh? <laughs> When she said that I died. I'm like, I'm glad I watched the fight feed because that, I mean, there are multiple reasons why I'm glad that I uh, am at the fight, watching the fight feed. Um, there you go. Hey, you want to, you want a Fightful Select scoop that just uh, got confirmed? Remember how Johnny Gargano was at the WWE headquarters and we reported yes. that on Select? They just dropped the video. It was for a cricket thing. Oh, we met J.B. Shepard, the owner of Puptrit Studios. Him and his dog got dog portraits at the dog. Oh, it's so good. I'm watching it right now. It looks good. It's literally Gargano getting a small business superstars. And it's his dog. Good for Gargano. Good for him. Anyway. I want to get your thoughts, Joel. On yes. The answer is seven. The MJ. I don't know what that. Seven, seven, seven. 42. Uh let me get your thoughts on the MJF stuff because MJF had a tweet today about listening to criticism and taking advice and things. And then somebody pointed out a criticism that I think Alan Forel had of like the, the comedy dueling chance thing just, and I've seen this criticism when it comes to MJF a lot. Uh, you know, he's, they're doing a lot of comedy with Adam Cole right now. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it, good for business, I guess is the, the biggest thing on this. And MJF said, like, I dropped the ball on Wednesday, you know, whether or not he believes that, I don't know, but he did say I dropped the ball on Wednesday. And he's like, you know, I got another chance to pick it back up. What did you make of that segment and MJF's kind of presentation? 
I would have rather watched that segment twice than his tag team partner's segment being aired two times. <laughs> so there's that. It wasn't great. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't. But I think Max going on Twitter today and being like, I dropped the ball. And it's more him just kind of being doing the letting them in because I'm a baby face and y'all are trying to like me. So I need to be more, you know, uh, I need to be a little more vulnerable. The The segment itself, it's it's fine. It's I don't need another belt stealing gimmick and i said so much on twitter i was like i don't we saw it with nyla and uh, and jade and i thought it was stupid then we've seen it other times you know it's happened in every wrestling company belt stealing is just boring story tropes and so that i didn't like mjf yeah he's he's mostly fine when he does the whole i gotta get something over so i'm gonna say it again until you cheer it or whatever that that's boring too to me, but uh, he'll he'll come back. He will get better again. It just it felt like whatever they were trying to do, it just didn't hit. Maybe the crowd in Stockton was just like, "The hell is this?" Maybe it's because they had to sit through the Adam Cole segment twice. Uh, I don't know. It just it just was what it was. I think that it's good babyface stuff, and I think that it's clearly drawing a reaction. And I think it works to a larger level than maybe some people want it to work to. And what I mean by that is it is very WWE-ish. It is very, you know, people are saying, oh, he's spoofing The Rock type of thing. Look, MJF's been working like Hogan these past few, these tag team matches. These tag matches are straight out of the Hulk Hogan type of playbook here. Getting a body slam and a kangaroo kick over. Do you want that out of your world champion in doing ROH feuds? I don't think he needs to be doing ROH feuds in the first place. You know, do you want that out of your world champion? I don't know if AEW fans do it, do want that. And I think that's where a lot of the criticism comes is maybe it does come off like a little WWE lightish. And when AEW is supposed to be the alternative, it's like, okay, if I want to see MJF just pop catchphrases, I'll just go watch LA Knight do that. Right? Yeah. Isn't that the criticism of LA Knight? It's like, oh, it's just a rock in Austin ripoff type of thing. MJF was basically doing the rock. Like, you're about to have the loudest dueling chant in history. Like, he was, he was doing the rock is all he was doing there. Mm-hmm. Again, I can understand the criticism of people like, who don't want that out of their AEW and you know does it hurt the the business of AEW I don't I don't know about that I do think it might hurt some of the more hardcore AEW fans who again just want they like the cutting edge sort of stuff that that MJF was doing they liked all that it wasn't always for me but they like when MJF like bites and is sharp with these things. And that's not what he's doing right now. It's very strange in that it feels like MJF is playing to a larger audience than AEW is currently cultivating. And 
I don't think he's going to WWE, by the way. The fact that they, have, they haven't brought that up in, like, months of this whole, hey, free agent 2024. Like, this has not been a thing. Maybe it'll start being a thing a little bit. But it feels like MJF is playing to an audience larger than the a- what AEW fans want him to be right now. And I think, I don't know if he's struggling with it because he's getting over, right? Like he's, he's 1 million percent getting over. The crowds are chanting all of this stuff. This is the call and response stuff always works. So it, it's working for it. But I do think there is a section of the AEW alternative fan base that is like, no, we don't want this MJF. I almost feel like he's in a Eminem position. Let's do a lot of Eminem on this eight hour drive yesterday. Um, as I, as I always do. Yeah. Anyway. I was going to say, that's typical. Yeah, well, you know, when I'm chauffeuring kids around, I can't be blasting the Marshall Mathers well, all the time. Let's get the radio edits, you know. Uh, no, nah, I can't listen to radio edits. Are you who kidding was, me? Who was on Hot Ones talking about having to do radio edits? She hated it. Uh, was it Megan Thee Stallion? No, it was Cardi B. Cardi, Cardi B, B talking B. about how much she hates doing the, the radio edits because she's like, I have to make literally everything change in my songs to make it work <laughs> yeah i can't i can't listen to radio edits of them so yeah eight hour drive when it's just i no kids in the car or anything i can go go full full on marshall mathers on that um i listened to a lot yesterday and, you know the the newer stuff that a lot of fans don't always like i personally kind of kind of enjoy it it's a lot of like hip hop quick quick rap uh, and just rhyming of words to so they rhyme and uh i understand not not everybody likes that but you know he he rhymes a lot of stuff of like they want the old slim shady they want me to rage against everybody but then when i i i do rage it's like oh well you're going too far with the rage they want me to be more calm oh they want me to speak out on certain topics like trump and all and you know politics stuff but when i do that you know then I, people are like, oh, well, why are you going? You're cutting off your fan base by doing this type of thing. It's a no-win position when he's putting out this music sometimes. And I feel like MJF is sort of in that in that sphere right now of like, we want you to cut everybody and just really go after them. But wait a second. No, then you're, then you're cutting off their legs and they're not getting over for it. And it, it's too far when you say these things. You're better than that. You don't need to do that. Oh, Oh, wait a second. You're calling him tofu. That's the best you got. You're doing dueling chance that you're doing call and response. You're better. You're better than doing that kind of stuff on the mic. Go back to, go back to, you know, really taking aim at Jay White and Juice Robinson and the guns for all of these things. It's a tough position because he's being pulled in a lot of different directions. And I don't know which one serves better. I think what he's doing now actually does serve a larger audience i just don't know if aew the rest of the show is good enough to serve that audience or different enough to serve that audience and i also don't know if like when you're the world champion doing this roh stuff i definitely think that takes a turn down i also think the adam cole stuff like the more comedy the less things stand out as funny on a wrestling show so if like Adam Cole and Roderick Strong are also doing this comedy type of stuff, but it's supposed to be a super serious feud because of how MJF feuds, it does send a wrong direction or a little bit of a wrong message. It's a, the balance right now with AEW is imbalanced. 
Yeah, it's a pretty good way of putting it because there is so much there's so much going on and they want to tell stories, but at the same time the stories are not feeling cohesive or there's too much of the same going on in between the differing stories. And that's kind of frustrating to me. We got a super chat from Music of Moonsaults from our pal Chris, by the way, who said, this is the way I see it. The MJF character doesn't know how to be a good guy, so he's doing stuff he's seen other people do in the past. And you and I have talked about that as well. You know, he did he did the Hogan at Wrestle Dream. He's been doing the Hogan. He's been doing what he thinks a babyface wrestler does. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's a little bit of RJ City involved in that uh, that that concoction of a character that MJF has. Because if one if if somebody knows how to pretend to be a baby face, it's RJ City. It's working though, right? It's like working. the crowd is into a lot of this stuff. And then when he needed to kind of I know people didn't like the tofu line or whatever, but when he needed to bite a little bit against Jay White, he did that. They got six weeks to tell this feud. I like that they announced this. By the way, they they typically wait until two weeks before or whatever to like announce all the matches. Good. Let me know when this match is happening. Give me the entire build of this. I love that. So I think it will get a little bit more biting and he'll start to take the shots. The devil stuff, I don't think the follow-up on that was good at all. I, I did not like that. MJF just being like, as eh, someone stole my mask and then we just kind of went away from it. And now we're just going to let it sit for a week like so that's that, that's what they want to do because they have six weeks now i think that yeah. is part of the long time that they have between now and then is that they're going to start maybe slow burning the flip i think the reveal of who took the mask happens at full gear if it's the main event you want and, and what's really frustrating well, that's is that the main event. Head, pardon mjfj what's the main event yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying i'm saying that if they, if that's the main event I hate that Wrestle Dream ended with Christian Cage tearing up the ring because that's kind of what I envisioned for the end of, you know, who took the mask and telling that story and having, you know, Jay White and MJF get the shit beat out of them after the match. Whoever it is behind the mask tears up, they all tear up the ring and then they unmask and it turns out it's whoever, Britt Baker, Adam Cole, David Finley, whoever, I don't care, but it's that person. I don't think they're going to do that because that's, then two pay-per-views in a row where you've torn up the ring for your big finish and it's a little there. But uh, that being said, I think they're going to tease it lightly, but then it'll be, it'll be the end of full gear will be who is under the mask. And on top of that, going back to the 2024, the bidding war stuff, I think they just let it go. Not because he resigned or anything like that. I think they just realized it's played out. It's played out for now. People were just getting bored of hearing him talk about jumping ship at a time when, People were either jumping ship or unhappy or it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't evoking the right emotion. I think he's going to bring it back. I do think that MJF will bring it back maybe after full gear. Uh, again, we're talking about the idea that he's playing a baby face. Maybe after full gear, he goes back to being a heel. He got pretty upset that Adam Cole didn't pick up the phone when he called on, on Wednesday. If that continues to play out, MJF eventually does the turn and he says, He's going to do everything. He's going to be like, you guys fall. You fell for a kangaroo kick. You fell for this. You fell for that. What a bunch of idiots. And I'm going away. You know, I'm leaving in 2024. I'm glad to leave this place. Yada, yada, yada. And you can play it out that way. There's a lot going on. And that's what I'm, that's why I think the six weeks is a good thing to have, but it, they got six weeks to play it out. And that's over 
two shows rampage probably won't get a lot of, of of play with this but over collision and dynamite they have a lot of time to tell the story hoping that they really do roh the roh tag team champions joel shouldn't they god be forbid. on that god forbid jeremy lambert god forbid the te- the champions don't show up unless their name is athena and they're building to the the billy starks taking the title which she better at the aew ring of honor final battle in december yet to be i do a- like I do like, you know, we talked on Wednesday about tweets and uh, you know, building stories on Twitter and things and how there's not payoff to some stuff. They paid off Max Caster and MJF tweets on this show by having Caster just give them a little, little rub, which I thought was uh, a little nod to the to the inside fans. I don't know. On television, like if you were just a television viewer, you're probably like, huh, what? But, but here, I, Twitter, go ahead. But this is going to turn into the acclaimed getting involved with Max and becoming friends with Max to take on the Bang Bang Gang. Like that's what this is. It's going to be Jay White because so. because Juice and uh, and the Guns they're going to be wanting a trios title match. Who's the trios champion? And then Max is going to have to learn to trust somebody new while his best pal is out. And there's going to be a whole trust. They're going to play it out. I, I think this is something that I heard someone say, and it just sticks with me. It's the idea that you find out this stuff through Twitter and everything. And it's like, well, that's homework. And I don't want homework when I'm watching TV. And I, that sticks with me. You, and being a, a, a wrestling fan, it shouldn't necessarily come with homework if you're trying to follow the product. Why is Max suddenly here? Why is he stalking? They tried to explain it, but they didn't do a great job. But it does feel like they're going to have the acclaimed and Max team up in some way shape or form to take on the bang bang gang it does and again it's the start of something and if you're just a regular television viewer you're like oh okay and if you are a a twitter person you understand the little nod to it but this is where i talk about playing to to different audiences like mjf is playing to bigger audiences with this and now he's back playing to a twitter audience with the acclaimed and doing that kind of stuff. I think MJF. I don't want to say he should just be in WWE. And I just want to see him in this environment playing to the, the giant WWE crowds and everything. But all in was something of like, this dude is a, a mega star and can just do the WWE style. So, so well. I want to see him sort of in that system and everything. He's very good doing media and stuff as well. I like the acclaimed stuff is, is fine. I know. I don't know, Joel. Am I, am I, is MJ, has MJF just outgrown Twitter AEW? Please, please. (laughs) And thank you. Yes. I would like that very much. I would like more wrestlers to outgrow building everything on social media. And that goes across every form of, of social. And I like it when it's drawn upon on the show to give context. So NXT this past week, they set up the match between Thea Hale and uh, was it Lola Vice or Electra Lopez? Oh my God. Whatever that match was, it was built on a social media exchange and they showed you on the screen. This is what it was fine by me. Stuff like that should happen. I don't think they're showing 
Max Caster photoshops of grabbing MJF's dick on the screen. No, no they're not. And, that, and that's not really what I'm getting at specifically. I'm just, I'm trying to give context to my want for context. If you can give me something that isn't just, you got to go search for it, especially in an age of what we just talked about for the last half hour earlier on Twitter and other forms of social media and getting it right. Don't, don't make me do homework, please. Just don't, don't. There are enough engagement accounts out there trying to tell me, you know, how I should think about Edge's spear now that he's in AEW and then walking it back being like, did you not see this? There was an account that was like, no, I told you I'm, if, if I ain't doing work on it, I don't see a lot of this stuff. No, I've not heard Edge spear discourse. This sounds awful. This is a very silly uh, very silly thing that happened that, that came up. Someone had posted something like, "Now that Edge is in a, or now that Adam Copeland is in AEW, he can hit these spears like he's never done before. He didn't do that in his his last WWE run, and, and it was the same spear that he's been hitting since his WWE run." And people were just on top of this guy, and the guy eventually put out a tweet afterwards, just being like, "Okay, I was wrong. He's been hitting them fine." Yada yada yada. And I was just like, "Come on, man, what are we doing?" Stop it with the engagement bullshit. <laughs> uh, it was the dumb. same thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, his edges spears are exactly the same. And someone said his spears are better. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to do this with Jade. Could Jade, you? When, yeah, I'm going to do this. Of like, Look at Jade strikes. So much more polished in WWE compared to AEW. It's her so throwing like the same punch. Oh, my God. Anyway, um... Yeah, the MJF stuff. I like that it's interesting. I like that there are multiple angles to it. I like that they're not just drawing on Twitter to get it going. MJF is kind of moving away from using Twitter to advance everything. Instead, he's using it to give you a look into his character. And that's okay. It's what happens afterwards that I'm nervous about. How he how he goes back to being the dickhead. How he goes back to telling the story of, you know, you... you I got the kangaroo kick over. You people are stupid. That's a stupid move. The double clothesline and so on and so forth. That's where I'm like, how is he going to handle that? Will it be online or will he do it elsewhere? I mean, he, he'll do the promo. That's if he turns. Adam Cole might be the one turning. MJF might be the guy who kind of remains big crowd babyface MJF. Could be. It very well could be. We'll see. I don't know. There's a lot going on. There's a lot, a lot going on in the world of AEW. Um, is there anything else from the show that you wanted to touch on from AEW? Trying to remember what else happened. They oh, they have two title matches for Title Tuesday. Yeah, Tony, what are we doing here? You put more title matches on like an episode of Rampage. Like Rampage sometimes has two title matches. What are we doing? Title Tuesday. You only give me two titles. Come on now. I thought for sure we were going to get an MJF title defense. I really did. I'm still not 100% sold that we're not going to get like MJF and Juice Robinson just for the hell of it on this show. Um, I definitely thought we were going to get one. Well, two titles. We we did get Moxley and Phoenix, correct? We, we saw that one kind of coming there. Danielson and Swerve. Why is it for the TNT title and not the world title? That's what I want to know. Because like, like I said to you, the full gear tournament's coming. <laughs> I assume so, but that still should have been. But then, and that's why I'm just like, why would you have Swerve lose? I like, I want to see did, Swerve and Christian Cage is 
a good match. Danielson and Christian Cage is what I want to see. So I, I'm Both. more willing to watch Danielson and Christian Cage for the TNT title while Strickland goes back and wins his way to a world title shot. Is that the match? Is that the full gear? Like, did they get the match at full gear? Or they just get it on a random episode of Dynamite. They didn't tell anybody. They didn't say where it's going to happen. They just said it's for number one contendership of the TNT title. If I would do it at uh, at the pay per view, I would do it for full gear. Um. Yeah, I, I would too. But that's something. If if you're doing it at full gear, then it's got to be Danielson. I don't building up a swerve Christian match where both of these these are the two best heels in the company right now. Like. What are we going to do? And they're going to out heal each other for a long time. If it's just a one-off match, if you're just going to do it, um, if you're going to do it like on the following week of dynamite, then fine. Swerve can win in that case. But if it's a match that you're going to build, it's got to be Danielson. It's got to be Danielson Christian because edge can get involved with that stuff as well. Again, throwing Adam Copeland into a swerve and Christian feud just feels like they're both going to be like, Ah, fuck Adam Copeland. Like, what are we doing fighting each other? <laughs> I mean, there's another thing is that you can do the Copeland cage six man at full gear and have the belt off of Christian. So you can run Danielson and uh, cage Christian cage on an episode of collision in like two weeks, have Danielson win the TNT title. And then Danielson has to defend the title at full gear. And then you do the six man tag for Copeland and, and Christian. That's possible. That's possible. Uh, it feels like Danielson's going to win. It, it does It does feel like that. I don't think Swerve wants to play a tweener. I Me don't. Either. Like, I, I think Swerve embraces going, like, being this, this heel persona because you don't see it a lot. And there are so many tweeners in AEW. That's the thing. I was, I, I said this. When he stopped the Nana dance, that was the perfect indication of what Swerve wants to be. He wants to be the heel that gets booed, not the tweener who, it, like like almost seemingly everyone else in AEW, gets cheered when they come out. And that, to me, doesn't sell anything. So Swerve, I think, is playing it right by being that bad guy through and through. Yeah. So, I again, a Swerve and Christian, one-off match, cool, good with it. Something to build up. They can do it. They're both great. I just don't know if that sells anything just because they're both so evil. <laughs> Need them both like hatching their plans uh, of like their, their evil, evil intention plans and then see who has the better evil intention. But then they give away their plan. They give the big speech before the baby face, in this case, Copeland saves the day. Um, I don't know if I want to see like a feud between Swerve and Christian. I, the dynamic there doesn't doesn't strike well yeah i don't want to see that either i think it's better to have danielson and cage do a couple of weeks danielson wins that tnt title i don't even think he like i don't think danielson will care if he has it but he can just go in and have have some good matches but it's like a again a means to an end but the problem is that tnt title with christian has become so good that it's like do you want to do you want him to lose it do you want him to drop it thinking that we're going to do a six person, a six man tag at like well, a six person because he's a dinosaur on one side, but anyway, doing a, a six man tag at uh full gear with the TNT title, just not involved, which again, like it's not, that's not the end of the world because you have so many titles in AEW and 
I think one of the strengths, uh, and there are a few, to having multiple titles in one promotion is that you can cycle the importance in and out like the international championship has done while the TNT title was taking a, a, a back burn, you know? And now if Mox is going to come back and potentially win back the international championship, then do we kind of shift it back? Does Phoenix win and Mox is just like, forget it, I'm done. And we do Phoenix versus Orange Cassidy or Phoenix versus Hook. You know, what? where do we want to go with that? So I think it's just the the idea of being able to put certain titles on the back burner is not a bad thing to have when you're AEW with so many of them. Wardlow and Powerhouse Hobbs return. Yes. Exciting. Wardlow's your guy, right? No, Wardlow's a guy I interviewed and he gave me some great, some great comments. I like Wardlow. I do. I think he's, I think he's a fun guy. Um, He came in, he beat the shit out of Griff Garrison, whoever that is. And then uh, he left through the crowd. Didn't win the match. The match is still going on as far as we can tell. The referee stopped it. Did he stop he got it? The victory. Yeah, he got the victory by referee stoppage. Referee felt bad for old Griff. Poor Griff Garrison. Who is that guy anyway? Put him in a referee costume. Anyway, uh, yeah, Wardlow is back. What does Wardlow want to do? We got to hear from Wardlow to, to know what that is. Put, it, put him in the tournament. If this is the beef slamming tournament and you've got Wardlow, Hobbs, Swerve, uh, who else is Swerve. there? Well, I mean, Swerve in Swerve's in the tournament because it's the tournament that Swerve's going to win. But, like, if it's Swerve, uh, Miro, uh, who else is in this thing? Jake Hager, baby! (laughs) Mimosa Joe will be in there, too. So it'll be, like, eight guys, maybe ten, of just, like, beating the shit out of each other big dudes. Brian Cage. (laughs) Like, I'm just trying to think of the big dudes plus Swerve. (laughs) And it'll end with Swerve getting the victory somehow. I don't know if Swerve, Redman Survivor brought this up and we talked about it as well swerve and hangman are doing a rematch it feels like they're doing a rematch with a stipulation hangman brought up of like you hit me with whatever you hit me with and beat me like all right you you good with that that cool like they're they're gonna do a rematch between these two probably sooner rather than later i don't know swerve's gonna be in this little title eliminator gimmick what if adam page is in there too and they just meet in the finals at full gear I mean, that's possible. That's possible. Then I feel like Hangman should win, honestly. That's fair. I mean, if that's the case, again, we have to have a series of potentially three. So a rubber match would include Adam Page winning at least this match. Who knows? Yeah, Hangman's facing Jay White on Tuesday, which is uh, curious. Like, it's a good match, but Hangman going to take another loss here? Jay White can't lose. Like, he shouldn't lose anyway this close. they typically don't do DQ finishes. Maybe Swerve costs Hangman, and then after, and then that can lead, that can give validation to Hangman to cost Swerve the Danielson match. I don't want to do too many tit for tat, you know, interference finishes here, but they got to book this stuff somehow. Look, I think Hangman can survive a clean loss to Jay White if there's a plan for him, because I think Hangman should be one of the top, if not the top babyface in the company. Look how good that worked when he was the guy and then everything got cut off after the last year because Stormcloud. Come on, Stormcloud. <laughs> There's a storm um, coming, <laughs> but not in your house. Work. You got to separate them a little bit, separate them. No, it's just not. Oh, oh no, no you just gave me the thumbs down. down. All right. That's, that's all we can do. Fun. 
Let's do the thumbs up for this person. Yay. It's not working. Hello, Ah, oh, there it is. Look at the fireworks, Sean. Sean, Sean, look, look. Okay. Oh, very nice. Wait a minute. What, what is, what's that with the eggs? Is that jiggling? It's a muffin that they send with it. Oh, okay. What mic are you on here? Yeah. What is it? Which microphone are you using? Yeah. Probably the wrong one. Yeah. Sup. Oh, you just had to paste it away from your face. That is true. So I guess I'm working on a CM Punk story today that I've actually been working on for weeks, but I didn't want to hastily report it. But uh, I, I'm going to just warn our audience. There's going to be a whole lot of, yeah, he is. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. That's going to go on with WWE and Punk until he either does or just never does appear in WWE forever now. Forever now. If Punk doesn't show up, there will be things like that where uh, it's close. It's close. Sean, Sean, you got it all wrong here. CM Punk shows up Saturday, October 21st at Cicero Stadium, bound for glory. After Kenta wins the X Division Championship from Chris Saban, they go to the Tokyo Dome and it's Kenta versus CM Punk for the X Division title. Impact's happy. Punk is happy. <laughs> Kenta's just happy ish, I guess. I will say that sincerely, that is like the one place he could go where everybody be like, well, fuck yeah. I mean, I mean, in the company, like they, not everybody, (laughs) no, no, not everybody in general, but, um, like everybody in that company would be like, yeah, let's do it. Why not? Like you don't hear, I don't hear anybody backstage from impact. That's like, no, let's not get CM Punk. We would hate people to watch our show. <laughs> you know. Yeah, they're on an upswing. They're they're having they're having some good anyway. Yeah, this is gonna be a, a lengthy, lengthy report that I put on Fightful Select today. Um yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Mm. Good luck good with luck. that. We Sean earlier in the show, I'm sure you weren't watching. You have better things to do, but we we did a media literacy conference of everybody else oh I, I was very fired up after last night you yeah. created work for me which was not your fault but this kevin nash thing got me very yeah. fired up over people just being stupid and it, i it drives me nuts because i mean sometimes i'll drop those things in the chat and be like either do a report or, or please find out about it and uh you found out about it and i was like not only did more than one person run with this, one person ran with it, and then all the aggregator, not yeah. I don't say all the aggregator accounts, a lot of them ran with it. Because they just, you, you did a thread uh, earlier this week, I believe it was, my timeline's terrible. So is your internet. So is your uh, internet. Yeah, your internet's dog shit too. Look at him. He it? looks so introspective. No, you're back. You're back. Oh, now he's back. Oh, it just, it only, usually like the power goes out when I'm at my parents' house. So I assume the power is just going to go out here in a second. <laughs> um, I'm like right by the router too. But you did the thread and that comments on it. But like it counts like they, some of them do good. Then they create work for us that we would we have better things to do than like debunk a bunch of stories and quotes all day. It's just frustrating. And I know you're frustrated with it as well. I'm not going to do my oh, own yeah. again. 
I mean, yeah. listen, listen, I'll, I'll be flat out. Our freelance budget got slashed because of accounts like this that will, you know, cost us subs, quite frankly. Aggregation is a necessary element of wrestling media and any media. Absolutely. And with Elon Musk being willing to pay money for people to be on Twitter um, and, and use things like that, it's going to get worse. Now, here's the difference. He won't pay enough to where it would just make sense for us to write an entire article in a Twitter post because otherwise it's like, okay, we'll just move to a Twitter only platform and there you go. But that it doesn't make sense to do that financially. Um, and somebody says, okay, oh, well, wh why don't you just start posting all your stuff on Twitter? Or why don't you start posting everything for free on Fightful? Well, because I like that we pay 40 people. I like that we can pay people in general. And quite frankly, it was pretty rough before that. Like the amount that we make from native ads on the website is less than 10% of what we drive from Fightful Select. And what we get on Twitter is less than 10% of that 10% that we get. So yeah, like there, there was a situation last week. And uh, again, I have not ran into one of these accounts. that seems to be a bad person. Uh, I know that some of them think that I pick on them, but sometimes I gotta, when they take exactly the same information that I posted specifically about Becky Lynch. I posted, um, think about her getting stitches. And then three minutes later, keep in mind, it was not paywalled information. Three minutes later, new picture, same information. I'm like, you couldn't have retweeted that or quote retweeted it or anything. Uh, the, the person who transcribes the quotes that they use, they don't get any love. They don't, they don't get any, any, uh, it's just, God, yeah, come on. <laughs> And and I have a lot of people that'll be like, oh, you mean Russell Purist? No, actually, I mean Russell Purist the least out of all of them, because at the very least, they have a number of podcasts that they produce and provide people voices and opportunities and, and things like that, that a lot of these single user accounts don't do. And also, you know, some of them, I assume they have Fightful Select subscriptions with the, the swiftness in which they try to put things out sometimes until I go, Hey, maybe you could let us conjure up some fucking subs for that first. But, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's very frustrating to watch unfold. And you know what? Maybe I'm the old curmudgeon that doesn't know how the, the way that media is going now or, or hear me out. The platform is run by a fucking moron, a fucking moron. <laughs> who just wants to create chaos, and that's exactly what he's doing. So I guess good for him. So anyway, okay. donate your super chats uh, to us immediately so that we can continue giving you these types of conversations and this type of curmudgeonous reporting that you'll only get here on Fightful and FightfulSelect.com. Mm. By the way, no Q&A show today. I'm probably doing it tomorrow. Listen. I'm old. Nice. I'm tired. Don't call me a child. Don't do it. And these children are taking over Twitter with their <laughs> aggregation. <laughs> these muffins are making me thirsty. They're incredible muffins. My God. Where'd you get them from? Mandy's? Wild egg. 
<laughs> probably place. closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. <laughs> oh my goodness, Sean, yeah. uh, get 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 some uh, some downtime if you can today. Listen, Ryan says he wants to see citizen journalism because he thinks that media hasn't been living up to his standards. So instead of expecting more, he wants to eliminate standards. Yes. Okay. So I get it. Specifically for my line of work, citizen journalism doesn't necessarily work. Now, there are plenty of us in wrestling media that don't consider ourselves journalists. But listen, I've cultivated sources for the last I don't know how many years. And I can count on less than one hand. I could count on a Jason Pierre Paul hand how many things I've gotten wrong and not been able to explain. Full stop. Like, I, I there's not a lot. There's not a lot. I'm very confident and proud of, of our work. If something's changed, I'll find out and I'll be like, hey, this changed. But, uh, That doesn't work with citizen journalism in, in pro wrestling. Ask Grapsity today, right? Yes, Ask Grapsity is taking place today. I will uh, likely be doing a Q&A this weekend on Fightful Select. Uh, Meet Normus says, Sup, partners? What exactly will Punk be doing at Survivor Series other than his entrance? It's going to have a match against The Miz. The winner gets to go to the G1 in 2024. Listen. I don't appreciate you spoiling stuff we can make money off of. Listen, Kate and I have been manifesting this for a year. The least we can do is make it happen by talking about it on this platform. This is terrible, this idea. Yeah, well, tell it to the people who got involved with it and loved it. Donated mm. money to it. G1 Miz in the A block, the awesome block. It's not even G1 Miz. It's G1 Mike Mizanin. He does the young line gimmick and everything. Black trunks. Oh, whole nine. Blame mm. mm. Kate. My God. Redmond Survivor, PW Insider saying that Taker. God. They're just going to have two people fuck on screen at this point. Like, <laughs> no, they did that once. People were fine with it until it worked. <laughs> yeah, it is NXT. That was the NXT 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I respect it. They, the, Listen, NXT is going full Kevin McAllister on their house on they, their like, Tuesday nights. That it's the Attitude Era, right? It's the Attitude Era. You know what? I, I said this. I said this to Jeremy. I don't even care about who's going to be at the show and all that. I want a photo of the parking lot at the PC so that I can count the buses. I just want to yeah. see how many of these wrestler buses will be parked outside. They're going to be changing in those buses because God knows they ain't got a locker room for them to change yeah. into either. Uh, why Sullable uh, talks about a story we reported on FightfulSelect.com yesterday. Uh, my WBD sources were very apologetic, and I was like, you should probably be apologetic directly to Tony Khan and AEW instead of me <laughs> on background. Uh, but last week, they messed up the audio. We got the, the robo-will voice, as we call it, the disco Jimmy. Then this week, they messed up the listings, and it's it's so funny. There's this absolute doofus who messages me from a different Proton Mail account every time I get a press release from uh, Warner Brothers that thinks that I cre that I sit here and type these press releases. And when I reported that WBD said, yeah, that probably affected uh, mem or viewership in some way, they sent me another email. I hadn't heard from him in months, and I'm like. You kind of have something better to do with your time. But there were people at WBD that were like, yeah, that didn't help. 
And then, oh yeah, the audio being out didn't help either. Tony Khan was not happy. He was not happy. And he shouldn't have been happy. This is his broadcast partner that was directly undermining two straight shows of his in a very important time. So, uh, yeah, I don't blame him for being upset there. They got to yeah, get it together by Tuesday. Tuesday is going to be a... Tuesday night will be fun for like us as wrestling fans. Wednesday's going to suck. Yeah. So it's, I think it's actually Thursday because uh, it's Columbus Day for you guys, isn't it? I don't know when Christopher Columbus fake Who discovered America. Fuck National Indigenous Day. Sorry, I'm I'm Canadian. It's Canadian I'm Thanksgiving. Beat the living fuck out of Christopher it's, Columbus. It's, it's, it's Christopher Columbus is five foot three. I got a cross eye. National Indigenous smells like cheese. I will beat the fuck out of Chris Columbus. My grandmother's Native American, Joel Pearl. What are what what's what's wrong? Is that a is that a little shot at me? Is that what that is? Oh, the point is, it is national. Uh, oh my God, anyway. it's national. Beat the fuck out of anybody who likes Chris Columbus Day. That's anyway, what it is. It's Indigenous Peoples Day. Thank and you. listen, if any of you hop in my my Twitter mentions over that, he Cranmore suck my fucking dick. <laughs> fuck Christopher Columbus. So I agree with you. I made that mistake. My not bad. not you, Joel. No, I mean, no, I, I, no, no. Take it out on yeah. Joel. Take it out on Joel. Every year I tweet fuck Christopher Columbus, and every year I got some some people that are like, <laughs> why, why, why? Well, actually, well, I, well, actually, I'll whip his ass. That's what. <laughs> anyway, the point I was trying to make is because it's a holiday, the ratings will be a day late. So there you go. It'll be Thursday. Yeah, because Christopher Columbus sucks. Yeah, well, he does, but you know, it's still you know. It's still a day that people aren't working on Monday. So that's good for me, uh, knowing that it's also Thanksgiving here in Canada. So mm-hmm. one less thing to worry about. Stop trying to cancel me. I'm not trying to no. cancel you. No, the chat's trying to cancel Yeah, they should, though. They should. Did they? Honestly, I guess. They should. Yeah. Yeah. I should. I'll do much. Sean, you want to and stick listen, around? Listen, unless our... we're talking about the Chris Columbus that directed Home Alone. In that oh, case. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> in that case, he's great. Keep him around. Sean, you want to stick around for our WWE fast lane predictions? I got to go eat my eggs. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, tune in. Stephanie Chase will uh, be on the main channel uh, in a little bit making her predictions. Peace. Hers is going to be better than ours. That's the problem. I don't even know if we were going to talk about it. I, was just trying, I knew it was noon. I was like, oh, should I mean, we end the show at some point? Nah, it's, it's in the byline. We should probably do the... Well, it's not there anymore, but whatever. Uh, WWE Fastlane, not poster from Instagram. That's when I was doing the thumbnail last night. Fastlane 2023. Let's really quickly just do this. Last man standing. Uh, you know, let's start from the bottom. Judgment Day versus Cody Rhodes Stop and Jey Uso. Bottom, now we're here. Yeah, he sucks too, by the way, giving a guy 50. New album. Get the new Drake album. Just came out today. Maybe his new album should be getting a new job. Anyway. I um, haven't listened to it. No, I don't listen to Drake. I don't give a shit about yeah, Drake. Yeah, so how are you going to... Why are you against... Drake's like the most famous Canadian in the world. Ugh, trash, you are against groomer. Him. It's a groomer trash human being. Judgment Day versus Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships. I'm way more interested in your hate for Drake. I never knew you were so against I just explained it. He's a piece of shit groomer. Like he's just not good. You can look up every single example of how he's not good 
as a human being. Most of these people are not good. Drake is another prime example of paying enough money to just make it all go away. Also, he gave a guy $50,000 and just created a new tra tax problem for him. <laughs> Garbage. What do you think of his music, Joel? He didn't start from the bottom. He started from a fucking basement apartment in Forest Hill. I lived in Forest Hill once upon a time. <laughs> I ain't rich, but Jesus Christ. He didn't start from the bottom. The best thing he ever well, did. I need you. I, I, I need fire. I need this on Twitter. Like, fuck Drake. He didn't start from the bottom. He started from Forest fucking Hill. What up, Drake? That's been out get, in, get his ass, Joel. That shit's been out there forever. This is not new. Maybe it's new to, to certain fans, but like, no, Drake didn't. Like, this the story with Drake was that he did come from a low income house in that he had yeah. a single mom who like worked and, and they lived in Forest Hill because she wanted to give him the best opportunities. That's yeah. fine. But like, don't start saying you were in Regent Park or you were in, a, in an area that was just not good. You yep. lived in a good area. You just happen to live in a basement. Area. It's just, yep. It's it's like Victoria Beckham on that that video that just went viral, where she's like, "I came from a working class family," and then you got David Beckham being like, "Not tell him the truth, tell yep. him the truth." Yep. <laughs> she's like, lips for you, <laughs> I can see that. Like, what to what car did your dad drive? <laughs> well, yep. it depends. Tell him what car your dad drove. And eventually yep. she coughs up the Rolls Royce. <laughs> it's the same shit, man. It's the yep. same shit. He went to an art school. He went He went to, um, oh my God, my friend went to the same school as him. They're similar age. They were on Degrassi together too. Shit. They go to James Haig. He went to James Haig. Yep. Aubrey, Drake doesn't do shit for me, okay? He just doesn't. Most of these guys don't. Yep. Get him, Joel. No, I'm done. I'm good. I didn't realize you had that much hatred towards Drake. I just don't I just don't care enough to like put that out there unless I don't know, unless I'm in a mood now. <laughs> I'm hungry, Jeremy. I'm getting hangry. I got some some leftovers to finish off. Who else can you shoot on here today, Joel? This has been fantastic. We're just letting a lot of anger out today. We're all it's mad. Friday. It's Friday, so we're doing well. The oh. emotions we've had on this show today from, from the ranting to, to my lovely mother joining us and the support and everything to, to Sean having to talk about CM Punk to Zarian. My God. Boozer like my blood pressure. Yeah. Look at shit. <laughs> yeah, nobody nobody bring up zero news. <laughs> shit ain't much better. My God. You don't get this anywhere else. No, you folks. don't. We'll, we'll tell I you thought, the truth. I thought about this the other day. Wednesday, actually. After we finished our show. We did. It was on main channel. Hopefully everybody saw it it's on main channel. That was Monday was the main channel, right? It's yeah, I know. Mondays. Yeah, yeah. I, oh. I was I was referencing back to Monday. Gotcha. Well, you said Wednesday, so you said you were thinking about this Wednesday. I know, Joel. I'm, I'm cultivating a story. This here. is an awful story to start. Okay. We did an interview with Mike Santana on Monday. That was on the main channel. Great interview. Uh, Santana was very open and honest about a lot of topics uh, with us. I thought we asked the, the questions that people wanted to, to hear. And then we had some fun, asking some fun questions as well. It was a great interview. Um, you know, he, he, he said he enjoyed it and everything. So I feel like we did a good job with that, right? Fast forward to Wednesday. And I feel like that's something that like, 
again, a good interview in the wrestling space, like fine, whatever. Everyone kind of does, does that and stuff. Fast forward to Wednesday. We get Shaquille Majory from CBS Sports on. And he thinks he's going to talk about Adam Copeland and AEW. And I spent 20 minutes interviewing him like he was Shaquille O'Neal. You ain't getting that elsewhere. You're not getting like these great actual interview with a wrestler. And then you got a a, a true journalist. I, I don't know if he wants to call himself a journalist, but a true professional. Shaq's a pro. He does a lot of interviews with a lot of fighters and wrestlers and stuff. Like, let me ask you questions like you're Shaquille O'Neal. It's the dumbest show in the world. It is. Thanks for tuning in. By the way, Redmond Survivor. This is great. Best Canadian rappers are swollen members. Dodgy name aside. This is what makes Shania Twain the GOAT, okay? She's hosting the Junos, which is like the Canadian Grammys one year. And she she does a spot where she's like, She's walking through the crowd, da, 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 and then she's like, hey, look at this. And she sits in the lap of one of the members and says, look, I'm sitting on a swollen member. And the crowd just pops. <laughs> they just, everyone's like, oh, <laughs> that was the moment I realized Shania Twain is the best. <laughs> bless, bless just Shania Twain. Bless Shania Twain. So there's a fast lane preview that's going to go on on the main. Go check that out. We were supposed to have Wheezy Blonde talk about it. Maybe she'll join us. Uh, I'll invite her maybe for Monday to talk about uh, the show because she will have watched it. She's she's a great Twitch streamer, by the way. Go check her out. I'm putting her over now because the hope is that she comes and joins us another time. Um, she's really, really fun. Big WWE fan. So we wanted her opinions going into fast lane. Maybe we'll get them coming out instead. Uh, and of course, thanks to Andrew Zarian and SRS joining us this morning, as they always do. Uh, Jeremy, we should probably just get on out of here, shouldn't we? Wait, are we doing fast lane projections? Are we doing predictions or are we just going to get out of here? Well, let's predict. Okay, fine. Judgment Day versus. I got time. I got nowhere to go. I'm just hungry. Uh, Judgment Day versus Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso. I'm going with Cody and Jay. Really? That's the story yeah. that we're going to finish? Not the North American championship? That's one of the stories. One of the stories. I think Judgment Day win, but by the skin of their teeth. Okay. Okay. I'm going with Cody and Jay. Uh, Bobby Lashley and Street Profits versus the LWO, Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar. And we don't know the third person yet. Uh, people are like, is it wild? Is it Cruz del Toro? It, I think it's probably going to be Dragon Lee. But uh, what do you think? It's Viscera, isn't it? Vis- the third man? I mean, it was, not anymore it ain't because he's been he's gone a long time, Jeremy. You know they can just call anybody Viscera. Like, they did that with Razor Ramon and Diesel. They hired they hired Keith <laughs> Lee back to WWE and he's now known as Viscera. That's not nice. <laughs> That's not nice at all. Oh, you did it. You you got to hire somebody. I know. You said Keith Lee. I'm just thinking of big dudes. I just said anybody. Could have been some nondescript indie dude that they brought out there. Nah. Well, actually, they would fit the comparison. Yeah. who They, they used Glenn Jacobs and uh, Rick Boggs or something for... They weren't no names. I mean, Norma's asking that better or worse than Bearcats. It's a Keith Lee. Depends. Is it is it Sex Machine Big Vis or is it uh, the Big Vis who was in the, the corporation? You said story Teddy Long told about selling dick pills and 
No, because Teddy Long has blocked literally everybody on Twitter. So I it's on it's on Fightful. It's on oh, Fightful. Fightful.com. I listened to it. When did he tell this story? Oh, he's, he told it like a few weeks ago. I just held off on running it until like it was a sort of a down period and I just needed content. And he said he used to sell dick pills to the locker room and Viscero is very impressed. He's like, Viscero used to come up to me be like, Teddy Long, this is good stuff. I look down at my dick and be like, whose dick is this? This is my shit? <laughs> he wouldn't even have a woman around. He'd just take it just to get his dick hard. I love that May Young was the defense <laughs> in this one. Bro, they had a big wrestler's court. That'd be fantastic. Like, for the dumb reasons like this, I kind of need it. The fine was I had to pay chicken and beer for two weeks. For You know JPL. that shit costs so much, oh, too. God. You know that costs so much in that locker room. This is the kicker, though. Quote, with me being cheap, that got me. I had to buy a lot of chicken and a lot of beer. (laughs) For JBL? You know JBL's going through that. And Ron Simmons, they're they're both going through that. Depending on, oh my God, could could this have been the catalyst to get the Miz kicked out of the locker room? Was this around that time? The dick pills? No, the chicken. Buying chicken for everyone. Oh. And Randy Orton and Miz. Oh, my God. Did Teddy Long inadvertently get the Miz kicked out and put on this trajectory? I don't know about that. The Teddy, the Teddy Lore. No? Okay. He's, gonna, he's blocked me anyway. It doesn't matter. Uh, EO Sky versus Asuka and Charlotte Flair for the Women's Championship. Triple threat match. Does EO retain or we have a new hashtag bow down champion? I mean, I wish I could do the custom things. If I if I did the hashtag bow down, oh man, it's just it's the the queen Charlotte Flair just like doing all you, this. Oh, if you did custom. this, it should just be something in the background, just going the, like in her theme, doing the bow down. Yeah, hail the queen. <laughs> I think EO retains, but do they put the belt on Oscar just knowing she's going to NXT? Like, look, the women's champion is showing up now. I mean, they kind of could, and I wouldn't hate it. Oscar misting EO and winning the title. Misting Oscar, Oscar misting EO and Charlotte to win the title. I don't hate it. And then have EO show up on NXT to get that rematch set up for next Friday. I don't know. There's 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 place for it. I hope Charlotte wins. I Would always want win? Charlotte to win. It's just my favorite thing in the world. LOL Charlotte wins. We're in that era. Just hashtag bow down, baby. Is Jade Cargill going to show up? She's supposed to be there. So, I mean, I put it out on Twitter and Sean then echoed those statements. I said, you put Jade in the crowd and she says, you want to know what brand I'm on? Tune in Tuesday to NXT. That's what I see happening. Okay. I'd love to see it. John Cena and LA Knight. Yeah, I take on the bloodline. Jimmy Uso and Solskjaer. Uh, This is just got to be seen in LA Knight, right? Did you see this quote from John Cena on WWE's The Bump where he said, Solo, he's always around somebody. Sokoa, his his last name's Sokoa. I thought he was an Uso. We need a DNA test. You see that quote, Joel? (laughs) I did. He also finished. What people didn't see is that the the quote actually ends with, and what's the deal with Ovaltine? I yeah I think Cena and LA Knight win and I think uh, 
Jimmy probably takes the fall and then Roman comes back and be like, why are you running around acting like you're the travel chief? You're over here losing to LA night. And that's how we, we go from there. What if solo takes the pin and then Jimmy shows up on Tuesday? I like that much better. Honestly, I think solo eating the pin and Jimmy like chastising him and shit and being like, you let us down. I think that's a much better story. I'm just going by what I think will actually, what will happen. That's fair. That's what I want. I think LA Knight pinning solo Sokoa would be a pretty big deal. But if, I don't know, I don't know if John Cena should get the pin. I know that there's talk about, you know, Roman coming back for the Saudi show and then doing Cena versus Roman again. I don't want that personally. I was hoping that Cena would have other opponents for a Saudi match. And that, that, that got debunked, didn't it? That Cena. It, it was, it was because he said it on, it, I think it was Dave talking about it on, on radio and it was just speculation. It was more speculation. Yeah, he put in the Observer today that like it's not happening. Right. Okay. Good. Fine. That, and again, that's why I'm like I don't want to see that. And it's yeah, that, that's what the radio portion is typically speculatory and just ideas. And that's fine. Uh, but yeah, I, I, John Cena. I hope he has a different match, a good like a, a good match if he goes to Saudi in mind. But uh, I see LA Knight. John Cena, Braun Breaker, baby, set it up on Tuesday. Good. I mean, I think that would be a lot of fun. You could you could set something like that up. Uh, we can also set up the main event, Seth freaking Rollins versus Nakamura. Is this where Damian Priest cashes in on a fallen, uh, fallen Seth Rollins? I hate last man standing matches. Hate them. When was the last? Nakamura time? should win. Nakamura should hold the title. I don't want Damian Priest to cash in yet. When was the last good last man standing match that you can think of? Oh, there's been good ones. Uh, Ilya and um, Dijak had a good last man standing match. That was very recent. I just don't like them. Like, I'm not, not all of them are bad or anything. I'm just not a fan of them. I mean, Danielson and Starks. Texas Deathmatch technically kind of sort of last man saying it was just a 10 count because they didn't do a pen type of thing. It's the same principle, different name. That was obviously fantastic. I just don't like them. No, that's fair. Listen, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. Cause I, I wholeheartedly agree. It's just, you're building towards what you know will be a finish. Like it's, there's no, there's no other way to do the finish other than a count to 10. And it's a little bit anticlimactic because there's no one, two, three. There's no tap out. It's just guy on the ground count to 10. While someone I think, someone I think when they abuse the counting is what, when it, when yes. it takes me out of it. Cause if you look at like Danielson and Sarks, they didn't do like, Oh, here's a bunch of close counts. Here's a bunch of close counts type of thing. I was like, Oh, this is 10. This is 10. That's it. It's when you abuse it always up at seven after this. Well, yeah, that probably wasn't going to keep him down. Like just keep beating the shit out of him at that point instead of do a seven count. Yeah, I agree with that. So it, we'll see where it plays out, but I wouldn't be shocked to see Seth beat down and maybe a Damien Priest cash in. I know they're they're kind of they're kind of putting it as a trajectory as a, as a, as a possibility. Who knows? I'm not done with Seth Rollins as the world champion. I still like him in this role. The Nakamura thing has just been the rehashing of his 2018 heel run, literally to the matches that they've had, like. Him and AJ Styles, the yeah. last match of their feud was a last man standing match that Nakamura himself put out there as happening. So it's the same stuff as, as 2018. Everything old is new again. We will be back Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern as we are here on Fightful Overbook doing the things. Well, we'll talk about Fastlane. We'll talk about, I'm sure, a million other things, including CM Punk. I'm sure will come up again. Jeremy. 
<laughs> no, I'm not talking about that because it's it's not going to matter at this point. We're going to have to talk about that every single day, like Sean said, until he actually does show up because there's going to be stories out there for the next 15 years until he actually shows up of like CM Punk. Who knows, man? Kenta, Kenta, just get it over with. Yeah. Let's go. Nah, we, if we can avoid talking about that, I we will everybody because i just don't think there's a lot to it and i do want to say do want to tell everybody you know we ran long today appreciate everybody hanging with us for for the entire time and as always appreciate the the love and support uh it meant a lot to me everyone being kind in the chat to to my mother and it meant a lot to her as well um and you know we we had a lot of rants and stuff today i don't know if we were focused so much on the television side of things and what was going on there but a lot to say today but i i appreciate that everyone hangs out with us for two hours three days a week uh and is is lively in the chat and we got like a lot of regulars and stuff which always makes me very happy that you guys are tuning in every day so yeah just a lot of appreciation a lot of love for everybody i hope everybody has a good weekend this weekend me too anything else you want to plug before you get out of here don't follow me on to actually do follow me because I'm going to give out fake quotes and have a lot of fun and everybody should like retweet that and get people like pissed off and stuff. I actually do want followers now just for the purposes of that. Otherwise, don't follow me on Twitter. Just repost my my fake quotes. Uh, you, you don't have to follow me to do that. You can just like uh, turn on notifications for me or just like check my timeline once a day and then retweet. So however you want to go about that. Um, shout out to SP3 filled in on spotlight for me yesterday. Appreciate him. He was, uh, by the way, he was all over Fightful yesterday. He literally bookended his day. Teacher. Yeah, he did. He did the Ring of Honor post show. He did the Impact post show with me because Cresta was unavailable. He just he was everywhere. Oh, I was hoping you would have to do that alone because I saw I, you. I had planned to do it alone, but then SP3 was like, "You want to? You want me to stick around?" I'm like, "Yeah, you can stick around if you'd like." And he did. I was SP3 watches everything. Bless him. Um. Yeah, shout out to SB3. He's the best. Uh, so they appreciate him. Uh, Rob Maggie coexisting is up in a couple hours here, three o'clock. Uh, so everyone can can watch that right here on the channel, Five Overbooked. And yeah, enjoy enjoy your weekend, everyone. Enjoy the wrestling if you're gonna watch like Fast Lane or Collision or whatever you're gonna watch. And then we'll be back on Monday, the final show before the showdown with uh, NXT. And AEW, Joel Pearl. Oh, the, the people are going to be talking. I tell you that much. I know we will. Monday, 10 a.m. here on Fightful Overbook. By the way, drop a thumbs up on your way out and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Tell your friends that we're doing this show because it's different and it's fun and it's educational and it's rant worthy and we go off on people and things all the time. So Not just, educational at all. And sometimes it's educational, right? No. You get your education from schools, not wrestling podcast everybody i mean we're educational in that i got nothing i'm actual pearl j-o-e-l-p-e-r-l ladies gentlemen friends beyond the binary we will see you on monday cheers <laughs>